0: This week's episode is brought to you by Daniel Berg.
1: Hey, Daniel. Hey. You know what you did?
0: Daniel. You know what you did. (laughs) Daniel knows what he did.
1: You know what you did, and we won't talk about it anymore. (laughs) That's not true. We're going to talk about it a little bit.
0: Yeah. You backed us on Patreon yeah patreon.com forward slash duckfeed TV so thank you Daniel. yeah that is a great way to support the network and help us do cool stuff. We're currently mm. uh, approaching another stretch goal here, which is pretty nice, and uh, you get all kinds of
1: cool stuff by doing that hmm yeah the the next uh, live show is right around the corner
2: yeah
1: um, you know there are, there are tangible benefits to this yeah so, uh, and so if you want to be as cool as Daniel and mm-hmm. check out those tangible benefits, help us out. go to patreon.com forward/ slash TV it's great. All right, this is Agility Orb number five hundred.
0: Worked hard for this. Here
1: goes.
0: Excellent work, Agent. You've maxed out your agility ability. In the immortal words of you two, "Skill me, thrill me, kiss me,
2: kill me." Let's give it a shot. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa.
1: Whoa, I I keep going higher and higher. I'm not going back down.
0: I was afraid this would happen, Agent. Agents who achieve your level of agility tend to slip from the surly bonds of Earth's gravitational pull.
1: How, How do I fix it?
0: I'm afraid your probability of successfully returning to Earth is 0%, Agent. You'll have to start killing foreigners in space... Good luck, Agents.
2: This is Agent Tom to ground control And I'm jumping very high I think my orbs know which way to go Tell the book I love them very much. They know
1: why is this plumber still jumping on our bathroom ceiling? It's only it's almost been why can we have a bathroom ceiling? <laughs> and it's also been about three years since we recorded the Super Mario RPG episode. Oh wait, he's supposed to be
0: Mario? <laughs> now i get it
1: yeah and what's super weird is that he's having concussion fantasies about jumping in crackdown and he's dreaming in my voice how do you even know that find out the answers to this mystery and many others on this week's watch out for fireballs waka waka My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro video games podcast.
0: And this week we are talking about Crackdown, which is an open world game developed by Real Time Worlds and published by Microsoft Game Studios for the Xbox 360 in 2007. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh,
1: in this, thank you Xbox One for making <laughs> Xbox 360 retro. Yes. Um, in this game, uh, you play as a superpowered agent tasked with cleaning up the streets of Pacific City, taking down three crime syndicates by any means necessary.
0: AKA kicking them off the yeah, highway. So, yeah,
1: you, you play a superpowered agent kicking the streets.
0: Kick, kick man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kick man, jump man. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so uh, this game was created by David Jones, who uh, uh, was the guy from... Uh, the original
1: name of David Bowie.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So, any yeah, he
1: changed, he changed it because he didn't want to be confused with monkeys.
0: Oh, <laughs> cool. I had yeah. no idea. And then, and then d- later d- d- he d- went d- on to
1: create Crackdown.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, he, he's a polymath.
1: Yeah, he was and, in the Monkees. He was David Bowie. Yeah, <laughs> he created <no>. Crackdown. <laughs> yeah. Like he's a, he's immortal.
0: It's like apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he was originally what was Rockstar called before they were Rockstars? Like RMA Designs or Yeah, RDB. something like that. Yeah, RTM, RTF, the Rich Text File Designs. Uh, so <laughs> this is you know this was the guy who was behind you know the original concept for like Grand Theft Auto and Lemmings. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know when talking about the game, you know he described kind of the concept for it as how do we reward somebody for just having fun? That is a mm-hmm. direct quote from him. And it kind of reads into the game.
1: It, it totally reads into the game. Like, the, the, the Grand Theft Auto DNA to this game is very important and very misleading, <laughs> um, which we'll talk about. Because Grand Theft Auto has come to mean something very different yeah. uh, than this. Um, this was originally developed for the Xbox, was pushed to the 360, and came with a Halo 3 multiplayer beta code for <laughs> promotional purposes. Um, which is what got this into a lot of homes. It's yeah, like yeah. The, uh, the Metal Gear Solid 2 Zone of the Unders of its day
0: god uh, that, that that was great because like in both in both inst- instances here uh the the pack-in was used to bolster a pretty good game
1: yeah yeah, yeah it's such a weird you know such a weird thing there's kind of a history of that too like square mm-hmm. did that all the time yeah you had a uh, brave Funster masashi in final fantasy 8 mm-hmm. and then uh final fantasy 7 and Tobol, i think
0: yeah Tobol number two
1: yeah which is a pretty cool game like there's just uh yeah like uh, i like the idea of that bonus
0: you know? I mean, it could be read as cynical, but it kind of is not because historically, I'm sure there are possibly like anti-patterns or negative examples of this. But um, and and ter- you know, at least in terms of the examples we've given, uh, it's been a pretty good thing, right?
1: Since, yeah, it's it's cynical, but you're just getting a free free demo. Yeah, you know, like demos are great. That's a that's a good that's a, a marketing thing I can get behind. Like, yeah, you know, so. You know.
0: I guess it's up to us to decide what's worth it. I was I was more than happy to pay fifty dollars for a Metal Gear Solid two demo. Such a, yeah. such a Metal Gear fan was I, um, and it's
1: also a, that's an amazing demo. Yeah, like that's a really good little chunk of gameplay right there. <laughs> that's my so.
0: favorite bit in the Stanley Parable uh, demo, like when which, it has which, the it has the hall of notable game demos, like oh, with yeah. uh, Half Life <laughs> and uh, and Kentucky Route Zero and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just the like four portraits lined up <laughs> of, of uh, good game demos from the past.
1: That would be a fun thing to recreate in your apartment because you very easily could with, like, a good printer.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure you could You, you could rasturbate it, uh, put it up in yeah. your dorm room uh, uh, along with your Bruce Lee poster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Cut college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the college. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there was a sequel, uh, Crackdown 2, which was my introduction to the series. Um, but it was kind of criticized for kind of being just a bunch of the same stuff and not adding enough new content into the mix. But it did have four-player four, uh, four player co-op online, which I think that that, along with Gears of War 2, that was the first time that that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, there was a new one announced here just uh, just about, like, uh, two weeks ago. At, like, After 20... we, we planned to do this.
1: Yes. So this is not, again, this is not a cynical, like... <laughs>
0: It's move on him. our
1: part. Yeah. Like we we do the X Men game right when the X Men movie comes out. <laughs>
0: we do the We're Godzilla. not doing
1: that on purpose.
0: We did the Godzilla, um, you know, Adject Suffering coming out a month or so after the Godzilla movie.
1: Yeah, totally. We plan this stuff way too far in advance to be that shrewd. Yeah. Um I had no idea there was a new crackdown. No. And it's upsetting to me because Bloodborne is making me get a <laughs> PS4. And I would love to play the new crackdown if it ends up being, you know, worth a damn. Yeah. Because uh I really love this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I never actually played the second one. Um, and I, I thought about it just because it's like, oh, everyone's just saying this, this is just more of the same. Like, I like more of the same. But I was yeah. kind of reading about the minute changes and they sounded kind of annoying.
0: Yeah. So, like, I just I did it on a checkout from GameStop and, you know, had it for like four days. and I was like, yeah, I can I can see this and then put it down. Um, I was a little bit annoyed because of the zombie enemies. Like what it did was it fills the street with stuff that you run over. And like, mm-hmm. it puts more of an emphasis on driving because you can cut through those, uh, you can cut through those crowds a little bit better as opposed to being on foot. So it's just way more enemies is my, is my recollection of it. Yeah. And the driving is not super strong. Yeah. No, in this it, game right? like, that's not why you're playing this. You're, you're not going to be in a car. It's like, it's like Row 4. Like, you're just, if you're in a car, you're doing it wrong. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, tell us a little bit about the plot as it were, Cole. <laughs>
0: uh, the so-called plot. Uh, so you play as an unnamed agent working for. The agency. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's where agents come from. Yeah. Okay. When 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 one uh, organization loves another very much. Yeah. <laughs> they, they make an agency, and that's where all the agents come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Delivered by storks to cabbage patches, um, and then people are trampled trying to get them. Um, no, but uh, so you're hired to uh, kill these kingpins. Uh, from these three uh, gangs that have taken over Pacific City, and they're all foreigners. They they are.
1: You do. It is
0: like the punch out of
1: yeah. of current gen.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, I shit you not. The opening cutscene contains the phrase "the shy Gen's enigmatic Wang." I love that. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh, like, it's enigmatic Wang. Yeah, like, you know, but it's like one step away from calling Asians inscrutable.
1: Um. It, it is, but it also is a good dick joke. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then it is also delivered – like, that, that That narrator voice is so good. Yeah. Like, the agency, like, super serious mm-hmm. uh, voice. Yeah. Like- narration, like, is becoming I, – I mentioned it on a recent episode of Comrade that we recorded, but mm-hmm. it's becoming, like, the new crafting. Yeah. In, like, indie games now. And, and in games, like, having, like, a, a constant commentary or narration is, is so common now. Mm-hmm. It is weird.
0: Yeah, do you think that there's gonna be uh one of those onion articles? It's just uh uh the super giant games and Jonathan Blow setting themselves on fire for what they wrought? Yeah, maybe. <laughs>
1: they very very well could be. Um Yeah.
0: yeah. But uh but yeah, so, so you go around killing these generals and weakening aspects of their operation, ultimately uh wiping out the gang so you can gentrify uh, Pacific City.
1: Yeah, that's essentially essentially what it is. Yeah. Um there's a little bit of a twist ending, but like it doesn't matter and we'll talk about it later.
0: <laughs> I mean, we have to build up to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like like the game doesn't. Yeah. So the the uh, yeah. Um yeah, so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the gameplay. Like this is a very plot light game. Um yeah. one of the most, you know, and one of the most plot like games we've done before and you mm. know we did like Tony Hawk. Um so this is this is very plot light, but we'll talk a little bit about the gameplay and then a little bit about what you're actually uh doing to Shaijen's enigmatic wang. <laughs>
0: Um, just pummeling it. No mercy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Make, make that, make that thing your, your, your slave. Yeah. Your wang, your wang slave. slave. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is probably one of the most nonlinear games I've ever played. Uh, it kind of follows in the footprints of, uh, mercenaries. Did you ever play that? Playground yeah. of Destruction? Yeah. Another good, I, I remember
1: game. I really liked uh, the first mercenaries Yeah, and then the second one was not very good. Similar yeah. to,
0: down. <laughs> yeah, the second one just seemed ill considered. It was it, it seemed pushed out the door. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but I mean, in this one, you just kind of have these three islands. I think you can tackle the islands in any order you want to. Like, I mean, there's totally nothing holding you to a, to a progression aside from like I couldn't imagine going after the sci- the shy Gen before you got skilled up.
1: Yeah, but you could. Well, yeah, like it, you know, it, it's it is it is an open world. Like I feel like um, like if Grand Theft Auto, like you take Grand Theft Auto Three. Which was this like open world game? You can kind of tackle the way that you want to a little bit. Mm-hmm. That has these crime cliches and really shitty satire,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then you just split that in half. <laughs> and there's one half of it that goes one way, and one half of it goes the other way. So what? And one of them leads to, you know, Grand Theft Auto Five. Mm -hmm. Or granted, I thought of four. Like I haven't played five, but four I didn't like. And, and four, you know, with its, uh, super, super serious plot and really, really, you know, limp, shitty satire. Mm -hmm. And then you have crackdown, which is just do whatever you want, wherever you want. You know, it's like not Minecraft. Like Mm -hmm. there's a goal, but it's so free and open. Yeah. And, and full. And the other thing too that I, I really love about it is that there isn't like that much side shit. You know, like it is not like there's a little bit of side stuff, but it's all super optional and just kind of there's no pretense to it. There's it's not even like you know enforced in a gameplay way. Mm -hmm. Like it's not even like the benefits. Like in in Grand Theft Auto Three, you know you want to do the ambulance missions because you get a huge thing that's going to help you finish the game, even though they're they're terrible and boring. Mm -hmm. Here, like if you want to do the races, you can, but you can also just get those skill points some other way. Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. it's so clean.
0: For sure, and I, like, I'm am an apologist for Grand Theft Auto V. I, I really like that in the way that it you know puts you know puts together. And I think what this game does, and what I think you know most successful open world games, because I think I, I'm I'm probably a little bit bigger of a fan of the genre, at least in its mo- modern in, in, incarnation, than you are. But I think mm-hmm. like where 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 an open world game gets really successful is you know you have your signpost of like where you need to go to make the next thing happen. And then what does it put between you and, you know, driving this, this, this thing forward that if you decide like on a whim, like, oh, I want to go do that thing. You can go do it. And Mm -hmm. the world and the world and flow is designed in such a way that it rewards that curiosity or that impulsiveness. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it doesn't feel like a drag. So, and, you know, in those ambulance missions, yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Um, but, uh, like in Vice City, there was, you know, property buying and, you know, same thing in, uh, San Andreas where there was, you know, claiming gang territory and stuff um and i'm noticing this in uh in oh gosh watchdogs right now too where just like it, it puts these interesting little different modes of play in between you in, in between you and where you ultimately need to go um and i think that's a lot of what makes crackdown work really well here too which is those fucking agility orbs man
1: well we'll we'll definitely talk about agility orbs <laughs> at length like the thing i think i i agree with you in principle but those things that are in between i think aren't very fun like, I, I don't, you know, even, like, the property buying. Like, I liked Vice City. I remember playing through it and enjoying it. But, like, none of the, no, I wasn't that into any of the side stuff that you could do mm-hmm. in that game. Like, I don't even, like, looking back on it, like, I liked fucking around. I liked the soundtrack an awful lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, but the, uh, like, the the little, those little missions, like, tend not to be very fun for me. And that's true. It has been true for me in modern open world games as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, they, they do add little things in between. But the, what you're talking about, I get from, like, 3D fallouts. You right. know, like, oh, I can go explore that place and there'll be a cool quest there. Yeah. You know, but there's, there's not like a new system of, of controls and like kind of a new thing you have to learn that feels a little bit half implemented. You know, it's not like part of the core gameplay,
2: hmm.
1: you know. Um, so, like, I, I agree with you in principle, but I think that I prefer this take on it where yeah. it is largely absent. Like all of that side stuff, there's only a couple of things that are structured and most of it is just like jumping. Mm-hmm. You know, it is just literally a playground as opposed to like a figurative playground where you can blow stuff up and, you know, fight things and, and you rack up a wanted meter and such. Yeah. It is literally just a toy box. Mm-hmm. It's like this weird it exists in this weird space between toy and game. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and I, I don't, I don't dislike all those games. Like I like Bully a lot. Like that's a really cool game.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, Red Dead know, Redemption is great for that too. I really
1: yeah. want to play that game. That's, that's next on my open world list. Yeah. So, and I would love to play GTA five. Like I just haven't, uh, I really hated Four. yeah, so, I mean,
0: it'll be out for PC this fall and that, that, that looks to be the canonical way to play it. So yeah. that'll be, uh, it'll be rewarded for, for, for having waited around for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, you know, it's just a matter of like putting those things there in principle can, you know, can, can definitely work. And that is a, that, that is a great way to make use of that space. Uh mm-hmm. where where that definitely falls down as something like LA Noir, where the open worldness is just completely superfluous to Doesn't the game. Doesn't add experience. anything to it. In fact, yeah. takes away from it. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that's a, yeah. That's a big problem with, with yeah. LA Noir. That's like yeah. that's such a rock star thing where they mm-hmm. they take these games and do one part of them great,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and, and then just kinda fuck around yeah. with the rest of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um ugh. but this game does it great. And the reason why is because you just dropped there and initially you were just trying to like You know, get around and traverse. Mm -hmm. And the more you do that, the better you are at it. Um, agility orbs, which we talked about, is one of my, like, my my all time favorite collectible. Like, it is so, (laughs) it's so good. Yeah. Because it just, you know, you, you collect them in high places and they allow you to get to higher places, Mm -hmm. but you can collect more agility orbs and just makes that everything that you're doing. Not only are you more effective at it, but it's also more fun to do.
0: Oh, for sure, and like it's it's something that's hard to do. I think that there are games that do it wrong, like you know, Oblivion uh, Mm -hmm. is is the chief example of it. But kind of this Lamarckian evolution, which is like, oh, you want to reach the high trees? Well, just stretch out your neck, and eventually your kids are going to have longer necks and longer necks, right? This is the Final Fantasy II level of well, if you want to get good at hitting shit, just hit shit. Like the and you know the manifestation of that here is if you like the jumpy play which obviously you're going to like the jumpy play because that is the best part of this game. Mm-hmm. Um it's going to make you better at jumpy play, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it just works really, you know, it just ends up working well like the curve is better. Mm-hmm. For it. and you also don't start out so disempowered. Right. Like that's kind of the problem with Oblivion and Final Fantasy 2. Mm. Um, Oblivion, you know, you you get winded walking down the stairs initially and you just have to spend a long time like running in circles yeah. and jumping to even get reasonable. Mm-hmm. Here you already start pretty good. You know it is already fun to jump around mm-hmm. and then it just gets crazier and crazier, yeah. as you go
0: definitely and you know it does the same thing for you know the other verbs that you have which are just driving kicking and shooting right mm-hmm. the, like the, the, that is all of it is at your disposal blowing um, up blowing up man just like the, the, the those orbs the way that they put them out seems so thoughtful to me like that that seems like the the, the, the best thought-out part of the design of this, which is how do we create a Tony Hawk-esque line yeah. to do? Yeah. When,
1: whenever you find one, you can see the next one yeah. that you can get. Like, if you get to a point, like a vantage point where there are agility orbs, you can likely see a line of them mm-hmm. to get, and then one at the end that's just out of reach. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, I need to come back later when I'm a little bit more jumpy.
0: hmm And I could imagine it being just the worst possible thing if it compelled you to get all of them. That I don't think is the oh, yeah. is, is where this would be successful. But just just the fact that throughout the course of play, you're going to come across enough of them to become, you know, a superhero, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. And yeah, you know, they're, just they're su- everywhere. Yeah. Just, uh, just like the, the purpose that it serves is to, you know, goad you into traversing in a more interesting way than just God. I just said traversing, uh, than just uh, hopping in a car and driving, which is which is categorically some of the worst driving I've seen in a game.
1: Yeah, it's it's not it's not fun to drive, even though that apparently gets better if you level that up. Okay. like according to to people I've talked to, like I've never spent any time with it, but apparently it gets pretty cool, and your your end kind of end game cars are really good yeah. and really fun to fuck around with. But I've never spent any time driving. Yeah. Um, it's also like it's not just uh, rewarding you for a more fun way to get around. You're going to take this thing you're doing anyway that is fun and apply it to these generals. Oh, for sure. So like spending all of this time leveling up agility, which is what you do when you first start playing Crackdown and just get all the agility orbs you can, mm-hmm. um, is it's going to make you be able to approach these things from better angles um, you know, be able to find new sniper perches to kind of like weaken guards is going to help in every way. Like everything kind of contributes mm-hmm. to that. Like it's just got such a good power curve. Yeah. To it, you know, and then that, that applies to the shooting and uh and blowing things up and kicking, you know, uh as well. Yeah. Um, you I know, forgot just about the, explosives.
0: I thought I forgot that was tied to its own skill.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I end up using a lot yeah. because they're they're very handy. Um, you know, all of those things like. There, there is a fun like yes, it's rewarding the way you play, and any of those ways you play is going to make your actual goal easier. Right, you know, it kind of makes this perfect loop.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's really elegant, like it's so simple. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very clean game.
0: Yeah, like when you when you approach a new area, you know, like I'm going to look for the supply point, uh, mm-hmm. which is your respawn kind of place. Um, and then, you know, just as you are exploring, it doesn't even just, it doesn't even put the, the, the generals on your map. It just, you have to, you know, come across them and it gives you a little intel on your PDA, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. From the peacekeepers. Mm-hmm. Thanks, yeah. peacekeepers. You
0: <laughs> worthless <laughs> pieces of shit. A lot of peacekeepers died to get you this information, agents.
1: Great. Like, a lot of them died crossing the street because they're <laughs> they're worthless. <yeah. laughs> they can't do anything. Darn. A lot of a lot of peacekeeper keepers walked into the ocean
0: and forgot to swim.
1: Like, <laughs> well, good job, guys! They
0: were looking up because they heard the thunder and they drowned. Yeah, yeah. a lot
1: of, a lot of peacekeepers lost the lid to their yogurt. And they're not hungry yeah. anymore. A lot so of what pe- do they do?
0: A lot of peacekeepers got into some very unfavorable uh, unfavorable predatory loans. Yeah, uh, it was, it's, it's it's really sad.
1: The peacekeeper bubble.
0: Yeah, no, it's been spending yeah. on lottery tickets and uh, bubble gum.
1: Yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Uh like just another part of this. I love that uh depending on how you kill an enemy, um mm-hmm. they they pop apart like a piñata. Yeah. With, <laughs> with uh, little icons of how you killed them, right?
1: Yeah. They give you those skills and you can kind of mix it too. So like if you get up to a high area and snipe someone, that counts towards your guns, but it also counts towards agility because it's recognizing that you you're in this perch. Yeah. So that ended up being, you know, after I felt like I had done a, a Roomba clear of most of the agility orbs and Celine to max out my level, yeah. I ended up doing a lot of sniping.
2: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: I also enjoyed those uh, the 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 agility races, like the rooftop oh, yeah. races. Um, yeah. and I don't normally do that, like you know, Grand Theft Auto. I tend to avoid or any other thing like this, like the waypoint kind of things. Just yeah. Because, I avoid the fuck out of
2: them because yeah, they're, the,
1: they're not fun.
0: No, they're, they're very poorly designed in, uh, yeah. in, in, in most cases. It's like, okay, they don't put the, the, the next goal within, within eyesight. So it's just kind of like, okay, what do I even do from this point? Uh, but this, you know, because every, every little waypoint in this sends a beam up into the sky, like a, you know, like a searchlight almost, Yeah, you know, you're able to kind of like get your way over there. And I feel like, it's a little bit daunting when you first start one of these because it's like, okay, you picked up orb number one of 75 within, you know, like time limit three minutes. Okay, how do I do that? Well, they're so close together that it's actually just a dotted line that you have to follow.
1: Yeah, and you're also moving a little slower than you do on the, the kind of car missions. Yeah. But, you know, you have a more immediate control because you're on foot. Mm-hmm. So it makes it easier to make those kind of split second turns. Yeah. That it would be difficult in a vehicle.
0: I just realized I never did any of the waypoint races in this game. I was just so disinterested in any kind of driving.
1: Yeah, I apparently like I, like in its. Def- I wasn't either, but yeah. in its defense, apparently it it gets more interesting. Like it yeah. is it is a fine way to play the game, and it can help a lot with kind of the later assaults yep. and such. But I have just never, I wasn't mm-hmm. into it either. I cars are for throwing, um, <laughs> like exclusively, yeah. and for driving out of agency HQ, so you don't have to walk down that huge hallway and goes yeah. underwater.
0: Gosh, yeah, that uh, I, I love how quantified everything is. So you know, you pick up these orbs and you have little percentage points. So when you get a new star Rick the, 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 the guy, the voice in your is like, you can now jump to a height of 25 meters. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you, you, can lift, you can lift and throw objects of up to one and a half to one and three quarters tons. <laughs> yep, yep,
1: yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Throwing stuff is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and just like we, we, we talked about the loop a little bit in general, but just the idea of kind of clearing each of these uh, generals out. And, uh, having it be real tangible, like what the effect of that is.
1: Uh, yeah, that, that, that again, just like that elegance, like that, that works so well because you can literally leave Agency HQ and go right to the end boss of this game. Like if you want to, there's nothing stopping you other than, you know, bullets and, <laughs> and mutants. But like the, uh, you can do it and, and theoretically if you are skilled enough, you could, you could do that. I should look on YouTube and see if anyone's, anyone's done that. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, you you are tied in a mechanical way. Like if if you look at um you know the first like eight levels of a Mario game, they're in order for no particular reason. Like they ascend in difficulty, mm-hmm. but they are kind of arbitrarily placed. Like the reason why one one is in front of one three is nothing. Right. Whereas the kind of arc that kind of naturally falls in this game is mechanically sound. Like it it is mechanically whole. Where the you know fighting these generals and kind of taking out these these smaller bosses that you're going to be inclined to because of their difficulty level actually makes the end, you know, turns it into a slope as opposed to a wall. Yeah. You know at the end.
0: When you say ends, like end boss, are you talking to the en- enigmatic wang or is it just um, whichever you can
1: you can go right to enigmatic Wang. Yeah. I don't know if you can actually get to him though. Now that I think about mm-hmm. it, you can get to any of the other kingpins, but enigmatic, enigmatic Wang requires has, jumping, right? Yeah, okay, it requires some jump. some good jumping yeah. to get there because he has that weird. You go in through that vent mm-hmm. system, um, but yeah, any of the other you can go straight to the the boss of the Lamortas or the mm-hmm. Volk. You know, <laughs> right off the bat, if yeah. you'd like. Hmm. Um, and the new game plus uh, speedruns of this game are pretty amazing because they, you just get a really explosive weapon, find a place to jump, and just shoot them wherever they're at, uh-huh. like into their little base. Yeah. You know, you arc grenades in there, and then just run away <laughs> while they die. Um, new game plus, you, how
0: does how does that work in this?
1: You just have all of your. It's not. It's actually. It's through an Xbox update where you can reset the gangs. Uh, okay. So it's it's I, I don't have it, but it's it's a downloadable content like free downloadable content. <laughs> okay, two dollars. Yeah, two dollars to play this game
0: again oh, no, or no. reset. Yeah, no, um, it's eight hundred Microsoft points. Yeah,
1: yeah. the uh, but yeah, it's it's just a, it was a free thing that let you reset all the gangs and keep all of your, you know, crazy good powers. So
0: I ran into this when I was buying the the Bioshock DLC. But how crazy is it that that uh, that um, Microsoft points aren't a thing anymore? Yeah, we had to labor under that tyranny for almost a decade.
1: How crazy it is that that was ever a thing?
0: <laughs> oh, it's pretty crazy. It's yeah, it's mostly crazy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, that was a bad idea. That yeah. should never have been a thing.
0: It's so crazy that uh, Sony touted their uh, actual dollars, Earth dollars, as a feature when, when they yeah. brought out their store. <laughs>
1: yeah. Which is funny.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Good, good job, Sony. Yeah. Do you ever play co-op on this? Uh,
1: no. Nope. Neither have do. I? Uh,
0: nope. Not at all. Um, I, but,
1: I'm trying to get uh, my co-op buddy to get it, hmm. but uh, he, he just had not done it yet. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, uh, it, I mean, it seems real cool, uh, like two player seems a little bit more tenable than four player, uh, in, in, uh, number two, you know. Four player would just be
1: crazy. Even though, like, that would, that would be amazing tactically. Like, if you, it would be fun just to fuck around, but if you took it seriously Mm -hmm. and it was like, you know, I'm going to try to enter this, this warehouse from this side, you come in through the roof and you drive in with a tank, you know, and let's time it, like, that would be incredible. Like, I could see some really amazing, you know, Left 4 Dead-esque yeah for
0: real and like you know the, the 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 game makes clear you know it's you know there, there, there's you know they could use a little bit more polish but you know polish isn't isn't everything but uh, you know in terms of giving you the mission briefings and actually saying like in text the 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 layout of these places they're they're designed thoughtfully enough that you know it 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 does honor the choices that you made in terms of like, you can hop up the side of this lighthouse. You just have to have the agility mm-hmm. if you're not, you know, if you're not doing this kind of thing. So like if each of your agents was specialized in a different way, oh, that, would, yeah. that, that that would totally be like a, like an oceans 11 esque. you know, you know, we got the, we got the Chinese guy in the briefcase, you know?
1: Yeah. Like the, the explosions, explosions expert. Yeah. You know, he's going to lay grenades on the front. Yeah. That'd be great.
0: Yeah. You're Matt Damon. Uh, you've got your, uh, you've got your voice in the, in the, in the van. Right. Yeah. Explosive ex- expert with the beret
1: everything falls in place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 sounds like a very fun way to play this game. Yeah. Actually. Hmm. Um, yeah, cover somebody covers with a sniper rifle mm-hmm. from a distance. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And some like you know, just some of those arenas just kind of seem like it's way too big for one person. Yeah, <laughs> you know, to kind of take it out. And I I ended up being more of like a surgical strike kind of guy. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, with my with my jumpiness getting as close as possible and then uh, you know, running like the wind uh, to go yeah. out.
1: But yeah, stick it stick and move. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so let's um and, and as we mentioned a little bit, you have the narrator who's coming in <laughs> who's giving you feeding you this information, um, who <laughs> S- is sinister from the start. Yeah. More <laughs> more or less. Um, but he's just going to tell you what to do. Like he takes the place of a tutorial, he takes mm-hmm. the place of a narrative, like he is your your lifeline to this game other than kinetically.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. sounds a little bit like Space Ghost. It, and yeah, so a little that, bit. At least just in terms of being a deep male voice with gravitas. Uh, so I, I, liked picturing that. But, yeah. Uh, you know, God, mm-hmm. Space Ghost. Do you think I need to like, just like? Is that a, is there a place you can watch that? Um, I'm sure you can. You can Google it. Yeah. I don't
1: think there's a place that, online that streams that. But I mm-hmm. guarantee you can. You can just Google the complete Space Ghost, and that's yeah. <laughs> that is uh, recommended because that's a good show.
0: Yeah, man. Hmm. <clears throat> I like <clears throat> Zorak. Um, but so, uh, yeah. so, so yeah, um, I'm a, Z- I'm a Zorak man instead of a Brack man. Mm. Like
1: I've never been a real Brack show guy.
0: I, I like the Brack show though, because Zorak yeah. is the, uh, is the foil.
1: Yeah. Like I, I like the, all the Zorak and I guess I just find Brack's voice really annoying.
0: Yeah. It's got the lisp yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, it, it sounds, it reminds <laughs> hey, everybody. Me. Yeah.
0: That's
1: just, yeah. 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 I don't know. <sighs> don't swim. What's happening? We can all agree you? on
0: Space Ghost. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we can all <laughs> I agree to nothing yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man so i it's hard to figure out how to talk about this so should we just do a gang by gang do you think yeah because each of yeah. these each of these uh generals and each of these kingpins has uh you know like different situations uh, is where this gets interesting right it's a different each,
1: country of origin yes so. <laughs>
0: yeah you, you've so, got you've got your wily russians and you know yeah. I'm, I'm really only comfortable making generalizations about the russians yeah why is that okay m- most of it, them are yeah yeah
2: yeah
1: it, but it is um sometimes when you run into like when i went to um the uh shai shai Jen, yeah. um most of the guys who talked to me had hillbilly accents <laughs> so it seemed like there was kind of like a little bit of a touch like they recruit from all corners yeah you know it's just that their their leader and iconography yeah. is strongly uh racial
0: yeah strongly nationalistic It seems. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, but they, but they get in here and they're, you know, they're, they're putting different languages on our signs. It's a real problem. Yeah. What a weird city this is.
1: It's not. Can you, can you imagine going to like the island where it's like, well, there's nothing on this island except for factories. (laughs) It's like the
0: prisoner.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just like, and it's a little bit unnerving because, you know, at, at the very least, like most current modern day, uh, open world games tend not to do this, but this is a problem in Grand Theft Auto three as well, where you're just kind of like set on this, Ocean City, that all you can see is a very fogged out horizon in every yeah. direction. Yeah, it's, it's just a, like a simulation. Yeah, nice. they like, this is this is where that kid from the Twilight Zone wishes you to after the cornfield yeah. fills up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, I, I wasn't happy in front of the kid. And now I'm in Pacific City. Shit, I'm being turned into a zombie. Fuck, <laughs> this sucks. I hate this life. Let's go find some agility orbs. <laughs>
1: Make, let's make lemonade.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when life gives you
1: orbs, make orbits. The, uh, <laughs> orbits the gum or orbits the drink? I meant the drink. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess both were.
0: Yeah. Um, well, no, it's a cocktail. You put them both in a blender and you have very Inside the gooey. orbits
1: drink, it kind of looks like little agility oh, yeah. orbs, little, little, <laughs> yeah. uh, little corn syrup orbs. Yeah, little, little, little orbs of orbits gum. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Gum, God. gum that floats in a drink.
0: <laughs> Together, a bad last. idea.
1: <laughs>
0: oh you know I'm uh, pretty sure somebody made a cocktail out of that.
1: Oh, yeah, I bet you that's true. Yeah, it's called some the, it's
0: the, probably, it's called the when, Space Age. Yeah. Yeah. No, hmm. no. <laughs> uh, that would be a good name for it. I'd I, 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 I buy it. Very, very quick googling. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that there's um, a, a voodoo donut that has a gum element. to it.
0: Like a, like, a, see, roll, like a tootsie roll, like 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 a blow pop.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, it has, it has some like gum as part of it, but, uh, I've never had it because I don't like the flavor of gum. I had my, um, tonsils out when I was younger and I was, the doctor, this is a very distinct childhood memory I had. Oh, you got the gas? Well, the, the doctor came in and explained the gas to me and he's like, listen, I, this is, I know you're real scared because I was a real little kid. Yeah. He's like, you're real scared, but we have this, you know, we're going to, we're going to put you under this medication, this medicine. It's a gas and you can choose from all kinds of flavors. You know, like you can have chocolate or strawberry or, you know, and then uh, I was like, OK, you know, I'm scared, but this sounds pretty OK. And then the nurse came in and said, we only have two flavors, bubblegum and
0: plain. <laughs> bubblegum and vegetables.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah bubblegum and and Coke that somebody put a cigarette out in. <laughs> and, um, and so I was like, oh, bubblegum, I guess. You know, and it was so gross. Like it just tasted like the sugariest, like sweetest bubblegum. It's like inhaling cotton candy. Losing consciousness, <laughs> so they before they could cut open my throat. Like yeah. it's
0: just, you know, I, uh, I I had a so, so I chose I chose the exact same gas when I got my tonsils out. I remember waking up, they put me in a red rider wagon and uh, gave me some ice cream and took me back to my room. Um, that is the most distinct memory. Didn't ruin bubblegum flavor for me. However, it did ruin hookah. Oh. Yeah, the, uh, the smoking. <laughs> yes, the smoking. It ruined smoking yeah. for me. No, no, mm-hmm. just like, just go into a go into a um a hookah bar off the uh, off the campus of OSU to to be with a girl I liked and uh, like oh here's here's a uh, here's some uh, hookah. Uh, I, I don't know what flavor it was, but it was overly sweet. Mm. And I took it in. And it was like oh my gosh, I'm getting flashbacks to when I got my tonsils out. And then I hopped in a red rider. Uh, uh um, you know. <laughs> or is it like a radio flyer? There we go. Radio flyer, yeah. uh, red wagon and, uh, got some ice cream and they wheeled me, uh, back to, uh, the mental asylum.
1: The, uh, the, the trick to that is they, they tell you, you know, Hey, you're going to get whatever gas you want. And they give you bubble gum. And then they say afterwards, you can have as much ice cream as you want, but really you don't want ice cream because your throat hurts so bad. Yeah. That's like a cruel thing we do to kids taking their tonsils out. Yeah. And then like the doctor was trying to feed me ice chips.
2: Mm-hmm. What is this? <laughs> um, and then, like,
1: I wanted them. Like, it, <laughs> I was, like what a surreal period of my life. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, let, let's talk about the La Muerte. La Yeah.
0: La Muerte. Yeah. Uh, this is, so I, I like how these gangs have enough authority to rename the landmasses that, yeah. uh, that, that they inhabit. La Mugra, which stands for the filth yeah. or the dirt. Yeah.
1: And this, this is kind of like – this is supposed to be like the the low-class – Area of the island. Yeah, yeah. You know, at least it's just in contrast to like this island is laid out like um, Sim City. <laughs> where you have like the residential zone, the industrial zone, and then like all of your special things in yeah. third island.
0: Yeah, you've got the it's a deadbolt district. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. No, <laughs> you know what this game is? Like they could probably do a very light reskinning and make it RoboCop. Oh, that'd be
1: awesome! <laughs> like, except you'd probably fly instead of jump. Yeah, I, RoboCop I flies like for some reason. Yeah. I don't care for that. Mm. Um, but yeah, that would be actually pretty great. I would I would love this. Like the same way they've added Iron Man to like Grand Theft Auto 4. Mm-hmm. Like I would play this game as Iron Man. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the, the uh, La Morta. And you're kind of in the low class area. And initially just by way of kind of teaching the ropes, as soon as you leave, you get the guidance to go find a, a supply point. Yeah. And uh, these are always captured um, when, you, when you first come upon them. And they're one of the few things that show up on your map
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, right off the bat. And, uh, by capture, it just means there's a couple, couple gang members <laughs> hanging around.
0: Got a skeleton uh, crew.
1: Yeah, this, they just leave, uh, leave a, a small defense force. Mm-hmm. And, uh, once you get these, you can respawn from these. Um, yeah. when you die, um, you don't actually come back. Another agent with your, like, d- with DNA imprinted with your skills and memories mm-hmm. is created. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so they just have, like, a bunch of yous floating in some tanks somewhere. Yeah. So they, so they drain the tanks, they degoo you, and they kick you out the door.
1: Yep. And then yeah. you're just ready to go kick. Um,
0: and, and yeah. The, so you go. Or go ahead. Well, the funniest part about that is you can opt to extract,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and extraction. Sorry, there's an ice cream truck outside my door. Um, extraction. It's a rag doll What's that? Yeah, you just it's you just got like doll. die. So it's like yeah. you you decide to self terminate, and the yep. narrator gives you uh like it gives you the same. Uh, like, text or line that he would if you just died in combat. So he just, like, ragdoll in the middle of, like, a like a farmer's market, and he's like, I've never seen such a shameful display. Yeah, that was very foolish, agent. <laughs> yeah. Well, what? How, well how, how, do you, how else do you explain how to do this? Like this is I accidentally most...
1: jumped in the middle of the water, and I can't get out. Yeah. I'm not going to swim all the way back.
0: Yeah. Give me fast travel.
1: Yeah. Tran- Transport by Suicide is such a uniquely video game thing. Yeah. Like, it's such a game thing. Yeah. Um you do it all the time in uh Zelda three too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't wanna walk back to the church. <laughs> um so so yeah, so the uh the supply points kinda of mechanically they serve as respawn points, teleport points, and then they're also resupply points. So yeah. any gun that you pick up from a gang member out in the wild you can put here and then choose your kind of loadout
2: mm-hmm.
1: when you start. Yeah. Um did you end up having guns that you you know went with? I don't remember the names of any of them because they're generic video game gun names.
0: Yeah, um, uh, yeah, we could probably get a little bit of mileage about talking about just how awful it is to like. So there's there's so much care put into like it's going to be a new gun and it's going to be like it's going to have a handle on the top. We're going to give it a name and there's going to be like different stats and it doesn't really matter because I just want one rocket launcher and one assault rifle.
2: Yeah, is <laughs> yeah. really is really how that or, goes. And
0: I never
1: or even... a sniper rifle and a rocket launcher. Oh ah, yeah, is the other thing I would do.
0: Something like that. So something with a, little, with a little bit of range and something that can, uh, be because ragdolling everything is the, is, is one of the most powerful strategies you can do in this mm-hmm. because it puts them out of, you know, uh, commission long enough for you to run up and kick them to death. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, yeah. So that, 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 that's, that's pretty much the strategy I went with too. I, I found the, the sniper rifles to not give me. Can, can you scope them? I never, I never figured out how to scope them.
1: Um, you can scope them, but you don't need to. Like yeah. their lock on range is huge. Yeah. So if you just jump up and lock on. Like you'll lock onto things across the map. Okay. And uh if you if you put any points in the gun, you'll more or less just perfect accuracy. So
2: yeah.
1: I would use that to um when I was assaulting a place to kind of weaken an angle of entry.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, just by by killing some people in the way mm-hmm. from a from a long distance and then storming in.
2: Yeah.
1: Um but then when it came to I eventually I ended up using an assault rifle for the uh, the last couple of because there were more guys. Yeah. And just pick the one with the most ammo. Yeah. You know.
0: So, yeah, lock-on systems in open-world games are almost universally terrible. However, I do like the—this is the first instance that I've seen of this kind of thing, where locking on lets you target specific parts of their body. Yeah. So, yeah, it gives you, like, a little bathroom man uh, kind of thing, and you can select which area of the bathroom man glows, and that's the part that more than likely will get hit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the lock-on is pretty pretty harmless. Yeah. You know, like, it's not perfect. Like, that's never going to work great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, it doesn't. it doesn't break with line of sight, which I like. So you can kind of jump over a ledge, lock onto someone, duck back down, jump up and shoot them while you're in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it is pretty pretty consistent. Like yeah. it's not perfect, but it's not too
0: bad. No. Mm-hmm. So you know, you, you you pick this stuff here. I never figured out what the difference between the grenades was.
1: Um, there's one of them. The one I ended up using was the cluster grenade because mm-hmm. it blows up into smaller grenades. Okay. Um, so it just has a really huge blast radius. I think you get fewer of them for balance. Yeah. But they they make bigger explosions. So that was the one I settled on.
0: Um, really what I did whenever I got a new kind I just switched to that
1: yeah which is fine Yeah, and then if I if I ran out on the road I would just grab whatever was around yeah um, yeah so that that's supply points and each island has five I think three five okay yeah. four to
0: five there's one that has uh, one fewer yeah
1: yeah yeah. and then you're essentially you're free to go you collect those agility orbs like we mentioned mm-hmm. um, but you will get um, you know when you approach an area where a gang member uh, lieutenant is at um, you'll mm-hmm. get intel or if you've been fucking around too long, eventually they'll say there's suspicious activity down by the docks. Just, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and tell you to go to go mm-hmm. somewhere. Or if you just kind of look at an area on your map, it looks conspicuous. Yeah, um, you can kind of like uh, uh minesweeper it. You know, mm-hmm. like oh, this area doesn't have anything, <laughs> and I bet you there's something there. Exactly. And and there and there will be a, a lieutenant there.
0: That was my primary strategy too. Except that's thrown a little. That's thrown off a little bit because a lot of like so there are like two minor islands for each of these bigger districts, mm-hmm. and like uh, and Le Mugre. Uh, there is the big northern one that is mostly mountains and empty space. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah. that kind of threw me off a little bit just because it's a lot of open space. But in general, that heuristic kind of worked, which is, well, you know, the world that pours a vacuum. So there will probably be a crime kingpin here where there mm-hmm. is no icon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And there's a couple of things in the mountains. I think there's a couple of people up there, but only yeah. two.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. So, so eventually you find your first, uh, first target that you're likely to run into, uh, Juan Martinez. Mm hmm. Um, of El Mirte
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, uh, they're kind of the complexity of their arenas goes up yeah. as you progress through the game. So this guy is just like in a tower, Yeah, but you can, you can easily climb it. Like there are serious towers later. This is a, this is a babby tower.
0: Yeah. This is a tower. You can, you know, two, two, two jumps near at the top. It's real, it's yeah. real Bush league stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's kind of like in the middle of this facility, it looks like a, like a, like some kind of, you know, bread packing plant. Yeah, that's <laughs> where it's where the Morde get their their bread. Yeah, I love the, they've gone the, gluten free, agent. Yeah, it's the pen. <laughs> They're in the pan district. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, the, the, this one's kind of cool because uh, the way I got in when I was, when I still considered driving um at all in this game, I, I burst down the, the the front gates uh with a yeah. with a uh, with a van and then jumped out and got up there.
1: Yeah, so, which is which is totally yeah. viable and cool. Yeah. Until it works. And later when you get there, there's kind of big semi-trucks and stuff that you can use and then use them for cover
2: mm-hmm.
1: after you bust in. Like I would still drive in cars every once in a while if there's a long drive up mm-hmm. um, just to use it as cover and then eventually to throw at people. Yeah.
0: This, uh, is, uh, this is this this is is a rare um, open world game where they can do direct damage to you when you're in a car.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was very non-intuitive. Yeah. No. Because that's that's like my, my GTA thing is like, oh, if I'm going to die, get in a car mm-hmm. and, and drive away. But yeah, they can actually shoot you through the windshields.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, which uh, makes perfect sense. But you know, if you're if you're operating under that assumption, then you know you're going to die a couple times unnecessarily as you try and figure yeah. it out.
1: Luckily, the penalty for death is almost nothing. So yeah. um, the uh, we should talk a little bit about how that works, though. So you have um, like these various health bars, one that is a shield, and then kind of uh, smaller health bars that regenerate a little slower.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the way that works, like, and we're going to talk about this uh, very soon, recording in a thing that will come out. Um, I don't yeah, know when the, it will come the, out. the next day. Yeah, it'll yes. come out the next day. This thing about uh, Bioshock, which is a Bioshock Infinite, which is a game that does not do shields very well mm-hmm. because your shield crumbles if you sneeze at it. Like yeah. it is the weakest shield I've ever used in a video game. <laughs> uh, whereas this shield is like pretty meaty, and like you can always just kind of take cover and and recharge. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're careful, like, you can get through pretty much any any area. Um, you know, you're not going to die a lot. I died more to to fall damage,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like misjudging jumps um, <laughs> or explosions. Mm-hmm. Like than anything, than just getting overwhelmed because you can always kind of just duck back and let your shield regenerate. Yeah, the the,
2: the
0: the the nice part about the agility is there's almost always a quick escape that you can do. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Sometimes like just straight up, like, <laughs> just jump out of the building, out of the roof.
0: Yep. Yeah. This bird's got to fly.
1: Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do you remember what uh, Juan Martinez contributes to the gang? Because like when you when you first approach them, you get these these briefings from the peacekeepers, which are full of flavor. Yeah. And just say, you know, this is the person who runs their underground car culture. He's the <laughs> one who puts yeah. nitro boosters in their vehicles. Yeah. And you know,
2: yeah,
0: they, yeah. they call him the Nos Boss. Uh, no. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't the car modifier. I think it might be like so like, like weapons as opposed to because like each of them kind of has something that maps to like the other one. So there's always an explosives expert. There's always a lighthouse. There's always a man. Yeah. Um. There, and I, I think this guy just might be arms, like arms yeah. training and stuff, which is a but, good one
1: to take out because yeah. then the rest of the guys, their weapons are downgraded. Yeah. And there's usually a recruitment guy to person too who just like makes their you know fewer people. Yeah. At each base. Mm-hmm. So.
0: So that 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 is my assumption. However, there's always you know, yeah, there could always be something different. Yep. yep. Um. Um. Jose uh is pretty fun. He's got mm -hmm. he's got like a diner and club. I guess it's a club. It looks like a 50s diner the way that it's signed. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yep. (laughs) A little bit.
0: Um. This was uh. This was important for me because I don't remember. I I think I couldn't jump over the fence at this point. It was really Mm. high. Really, really high.
1: The, uh, one of the things I would do, and I didn't have a – so the, the fastest thing to upgrade for me was always strength because I mm-hmm. kicked everyone.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, it's a one-hit kill for weak enemies and eventually it becomes a one-hit kill for everyone as you get really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, so I built uh, little stairs to get over the fence out of cars, <laughs> uh, which is totally viable. And then later there's a mission on like um, a train dock or a shipyard that I did yeah. something very similar like just made a stack of, con- you know, shipping containers to make a jump.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you just made a joke that was rejected by the Arrested Development team. Oh, it's a stair car. Oh, well now yeah. it's car stairs.
1: Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> Good thing they
1: rejected it. Yes. That's what that's what happened to season four. <laughs> Oof. Um, Man, mm-hmm.
0: I watched that again. That is that that is bad shakes.
1: Yeah, I know it's not. It's mean spirited. Not
0: very funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. But uh, but yeah, this is uh, this is interesting because like there are some of these bosses we're going to be going lower. Like this yeah. guy is like in a in a garage on the very very base of his uh, little fifties diner. He's he's at the base of the Johnny Rockets. He's in Johnny Rockets <laughs> HQ, corporate HQ, <laughs> where they train people on uh, stainless steel polishing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and delivering food on roller skates, <laughs> I and knowing like that. the difference between Buddy Holly and uh, Big bopper.
0: Yeah. Oh man, I mean. And up until that one day now it was pretty no cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah
1: now now yeah. they are one.
0: Um. <laughs> they together. Oh, Kill man. us. <laughs> have you seen the uh the, the the Buddy Holly biopic?
1: Uh no, I have seen the Richie Valens biopic, but mm. not the
0: Buddy. I, you know, I have a I have a soft spot in my heart and I should really get it checked out. No, uh, um for uh for the Buddy Holly biopic because Gary Busey plays a dead on Buddy Holly
1: yeah but yeah, yeah oh, I think I've seen clips of that,
0: yeah, it's really like,
1: crazy, Like, oh, he's an actor,
0: yeah oh like <laughs> it was it was <laughs> before he got in his motorcycle accidents and became a psychopath, yeah um, yeah, but uh, no, he like he like all the performances are him, like the him and the and the dudes who played the crickets uh learn their instruments, hm, yeah, that's pretty cool, yeah, I mean, it's an it's filled with inaccuracies uh, the, the 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 crickets are actually a really good story, uh but uh but yeah, it's I don't know, yeah.
1: How does, it, does it gloss over the fact that he was having sex with his, like, 12-year-old cousin?
0: Yeah, it does. Uh, it, does it doesn't bring that in. It really just kind of focuses on... Oh, what a he- member
1: of the Brat Pack he
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> what a brat. <laughs> That'll be in the extra episode, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, but, uh, no, it's it's more about, like, oh, he, you know, if, if finally a white person gets popular in music for a change. <laughs> um, it, it's really focused on that, on that kind of side of it. And, uh, yeah, it, it gets a little bit happily ever after. Um, up until, you know, it's not happily ever after. Yeah, up yeah. until, yeah, up uh,
1: in, <laughs> yeah. So he washed it up on the beach. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> he died over Minnesota. <laughs> what what <laughs> beach? Oh, the land of a thousand lakes. Oh, okay, cool. Um, the, um, I think that's Minnesota. Uh, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, yeah, like you sometimes are going to end up going, going down some he's. these. People have, like, pretty complicated underground complexes,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, especially on the uh, the Third Island. You're going to oh, yeah. run into this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this one, when you go through you've got a, one of the music tracks here um, in the notes. <laughs> um, apocalypse
0: shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and and I got that track when I was going after the car modifier in his monster truck arena. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool, and it, and it pops up the track names. So it was like, apocalypse shit, like by <laughs> by bands that I don't know, so I assume it's you know, just very cheap low rent stuff they got from their staff,
1: most likely. It's it's actually like uh apparently fairly respectable in the world of that genre of music. Oh yeah. I was reading looking at it on Wikipedia and it took a long time. There are a lot of like recognizable artists, but it just sounds like real low rent electronica.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a like, like very just kind of like hero trashy, like here is crazy electric clash kind of stuff. Yeah. Like it I quickly I mean this is this is the like <laughs> this has been the month of podcast games
1: yeah this is a hell of a podcast game yeah like got jump that. in and listen to
2: podcasts
0: yeah i got i got like 15 episodes of you looking at while playing this mm-hmm. huh. yeah but um and i can plug that because that show doesn't exist anymore. yeah um <laughs> but uh but yeah uh, apocalypse shit which just really set the tone <laughs> 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 you know it was, like just, it was just like a nice little just mwah. It'll touch. It's like it's like you, uh Give me shelter at the end of uh, at the end of the Departed, right?
1: This game. Think about uh, how much like kind of just emergent moments in, in this game. Like if it had, had a better soundtrack, mm-hmm. like um, and a little bit goofier as opposed to trying to sound like serious electronica, mm-hmm. it would have been really neat. Like I'm thinking of like a you know Alpha Protocol ask turn up the radio situation and <laughs> some of these things. Like some kind of like cheese or like. You know that would be really, really fun.
0: They're coming to take me away. Ha <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not that, not Doctor Demento. <laughs> like, nice bucket of shaving cream, be nice and clean. Um, but yeah, like a like just kind of like get pumped, kind of like fun, get pumped music would have been mm-hmm.
2: really great. Yeah. Um.
1: But yeah. anyway, so instead you you just nameless electronica. I'm um, not nameless. It has a name, but the yeah. uh, like well, you'll, <laughs> I, I defy anyone to hum a song from
0: this. Other cultures. I hope yeah. you're going to cut an apocalypse shit somewhere.
1: Well, I, I probably will, but I wouldn't be able, I won't remember it afterwards. Yeah. Um, it's, it's going to be that in the title theme. And that's, mm. those are the only two music tracks in this episode because the music is no great chicks. Nope. Um, no. next up, Violeta Sanchez, who is hot, dirty and deadly, Ugh. um, who is implied to recruit via some kind of
0: like sex recruiting, prostitution kind of thing. Yeah. Gross. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
1: um, and her base is just an apartment complex. Yeah.
0: That's so. <laughs> <laughs> it's the low rises. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just you know usual. Climb up the side, kill this person, kick them apart. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
1: Next up, we got uh, Ramon Gonzalez, mm-hmm. who is the munitions guy. Yeah, um, and this is the one that's up in that uh, kind of northern island.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah wildernessy. Yeah, this is this is kind of the first part where 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 they put you in a different kind of terrain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, I really enjoy when this game keeps the keeps the sky above you. You mentioned those yeah. uh, the, those little underground kind of things. Uh, you know, if you get in a hallway, it's, it's not a hallway game, right? No. Some games are hallway games. This is not a hallway game. But uh, just the fact that you have different approaches on this, either through the kind of the pine forest or uh, what I ended up doing, which was uh, going out to sea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And if you can jump high enough to get out of the water and, and still gain a ledge, mm-hmm. um, you can just come in through the water. And you, it is, it is a tactically sound decision. You know, like it is less defended from that aspect. Like later, there are some some generals that have uh, defense, like you know, have mines and stuff set up to to prevent this. But at this point, you know, the sea is smooth sailing, so to speak. Yeah, you can get up there. And then I also did this, you know, kick him off the ledge, which I love being able to like just take people and literally just one shot the bosses (laughs) by knocking them into the water and drowning them.
2: Yeah,
0: I kind of wish that the strength skill would let you do a throw.
1: Yeah, I was I was looking for a throw too. It's weird that you don't punch. Like I really like that it's all kicks. Yeah, it's very funny, but like it is such a weird limited melee thing. I don't want a deep combo system. Like I keep it clean. Yeah, but throw would have been very handy.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely, and uh, that 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 is something that Sansero does. Mm. Um, Saints Row Four uh, specifically in terms of being the superhero again, being able to just toss people around like ragdolls. Um, it's just like the kicking things just seems it seems like a weird uh, animation consideration to me. Which is yeah, just maybe. Like, maybe like you know like okay we we only got enough budget for one thing, you know let's pump up them kicks right. It's just
1: weird that they would choose kicks. Yeah. Like it, it's so strange that it almost has to be intentional. Like punching is the verb of melee combat. That's a not Scottish
0: kiss. That's a Scotta studio. I think that there's a soccer thing going on. Yeah, I mean,
1: maybe. Well, yeah. it did. It, like it actually like ends up making a difference because you can kind of get some ups on some things. Like oh, yeah. one of the most fun because we didn't talk about this. Um, so part of that loop is after you kill a general, a like, gang hit squad.
0: Oh
2: yeah,
1: comes after you, which is just a you know a tough group of lead agents. And this is an optional encounter; like, you can just hide out or just ignore these people. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just means that there's going to be a, a you know a big bunch of guys coming at you. Mm-hmm. And one of my you know once I have strength, you know, really booted up, one of the most fun things you can do is like the cars you know barreling towards you on the highway, and you can run. And if you time it perfectly, you can just kick the car back, <laughs> you know, up into the air with the people in it, and that's wonderful. <laughs> and like you kick cars into the ocean, like you can just you're like <laughs> nope, nobody's getting out and just uh, just do that and that's very fun like kicking cars that are speeding towards you mm-hmm. is is uh is one of my favorite memories of this game Man, That
0: sounds delightful mhm especially oh.
1: you can kick them into the water <laughs>
0: um cuz like, you're the only person
1: on this island who can swim <laughs> yeah.
0: so I mean, it's like deranged superman golf like yeah <laughs> <laughs> um huh. yeah yeah uh rodrigo alvarez he's the uh, he's the fighter trainer i like his uh his thing speaking of kicking and stuff because he's got this big like crazy rocky ring behind his uh mm-hmm. behind his house that he's like hidden out in and uh it really limits the your approach on him It funnels you into a place where they're just bound to be a bunch of guards right yeah
1: yep yep yeah um but yeah as you get through that um dom domingo yeah he's the boss he's the boss of, of this area he's the dom and uh, he's on this island villa
0: mm-hmm.
1: um which is pretty cool yeah, it's like, like a you know, like
0: multi-building kind of thing that stretches about stretches around by islands. You've got like walkways between them. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, most most of the kind of end bosses have kind of compounds. Yeah, in this game, um, yeah, and he is up by a pool bar, just kind of chilling. Yeah, um, you know, but that's it's very easy um, to like any of these areas if you can find a, a place where you're not getting shot constantly. It's very easy just to huck grenades. Yeah, in there, smoke them out. And usually, I would just try to kill the the guards. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can just run up and melee the actual boss like that's yeah. that was my way of because these guys have a lot of armor yeah even though I had, I had leveled up my weapons a lot it was much easier just to, to run up and kick people
0: yeah it's weird how that is more effective like shooting somebody takes a lot of time yeah yeah
1: yeah like well, these guys are very high armored yeah like they have the multiple uh meters mm-hmm. you know of health similar to you mm-hmm. and then i'm um, also part of this loop at the end of every uh you know, after you kill one of the guards, the remaining gang kind of do like a show of force. Yeah. You know, you haven't killed everyone, but they kind of gather in one place to try to to riot, and you which, have to go shut down the riot.
0: Which seems really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> okay, every last one of us. <laughs> We're well, Steve. Yeah. Get him down here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, they're idiots. Well, yeah. Yeah. They, they they don't have their leadership. Like, what would you do without Violeta Sanchez?
0: Mm. Probably go
1: down to the amusement park and
0: look for some poontang. Get some cotton candy. Yeah.
1: Um. Well, yeah. So, I mean, so you're doing. Violeta. You know, it's just. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the slaughter at Funland because you go to this amusement park <laughs> yeah. um, to to do this. Which I could have swore there would be a lieutenant there. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is such a such a you know a conspicuous area. Yeah. Why has no one made this their base?
0: It's a it's a false flag operation.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: but instead, there's just a bunch of dudes there, yeah. and you kick them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, it sounds dismissive, but it is fun to kick them. Yeah, it is. And then uh, after you, so after you clear out a gang. Um, that area of the city more or less just becomes like if you want to get some orbs that you mm-hmm. missed, do it. But it, there are no more enemies there. Yeah. They clear it out and kind of reform
0: it. Mm-hmm. They reform it and also rename it.
1: Yeah. as <laughs> And as Green Bay, which is already. It's, like,
0: a, it's like crazy a city. Like, <laughs> like one, <laughs> of the, one of the bigger NFL teams is there, guys. Yep. Learn our culture. <laughs> <sighs> Scottish
2: people. <beer. laughs>
0: This week's episode is brought to you by our Patreon campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. People
1: like you, most likely. hmm If you're one of those those lucky many um, who are supporting us monetarily, a few bucks a month yeah. and getting super cool stuff out of the process and doing a doing us a solid.
2: Yeah.
0: And getting some solids in return, such as, you know, if you're donating above at five at five dollars or above, you uh, can ask us a question and watch the video of the live show. DuckFeed
1: uh, TV is a place where people exchange solids. Yes. Like, you give us solids, and we're going to give you solids. Like, and there's been a lot of talk about liquid exchanges. Yeah, yeah. no, no we exchange no, solids. No gases here. No gases. Yeah, no, no gases here. We're just, yeah. here's some solids. Very firm policy.
0: Yeah. I mean, very, very <laughs> firm, solid policy.
1: Yes, it is a firm policy. Um, pretty much so. So, yeah, yeah. so you can, you can ask us questions in the live stream, which is uh, coming up.
0: Yeah. Um, and if you, you're if you're curious what that's like, uh, there is kind of a new show on the network, Duckfeed Live, where you can get the audio version of that uh, about a month after the first one is uh, is aired. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: But instead of doing that, you want to actually participate. Oh, for like, sure. You can watch the thing, yeah. but why not actually participate in it? Yeah. Like, sure, you could watch a boxing match, <laughs> but why not get up there and get punched?
0: Yeah. <laughs> why not go out? On, why not go out on a limb, make some bad decisions, medically ill advised D- decisions? D- <laughs> get punched. Get punched. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. And also
1: just a note, that show that is new on the network that you guys shall listen to because it's great, but it is also minimally edited. Yeah. Because so. it is just a live stream. We're not actually yeah. going to fuck around with that too much. Yep. Um, but yeah, you should check that out. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got some cool stuff coming. Um, we're not quite ready to announce it, but we got some cool stuff coming up this summer. Mm-hmm. Sorry as, as, uh, new projects and properties and the like.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that is all made possible because of your backing. Yeah. So if you want to go to uh, patreon.com forward slash Duckfeed TV, if you're not already a backer. Mm-hmm. And throw us even as little as a dollar a month. makes a big difference because you are a legion. Yes. So there's only a buck from you. But if you and you and you and you and you all throw in a buck, <laughs> that's like four bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And also, this episode is not brought to you by Amazon. However, there is an, there is an announcement about that. Uh, we do have at DuckV.TV slash tip jar affiliate links. So if you're going to be buying anything from Amazon in the future, um, we have uh, links for America, Great Britain. And I just recently added Canada to that. So, um, that is there and available for you. It doesn't cost you anything extra. We get a kickback from that and you get your big cardboard box full of paper towels or whatever.
1: Yeah. yeah. If you're ordering paper towels from, <laughs> from Amazon, don't do I'm that. I'm not here to judge. <laughs> I am. Don't do that. And choose <laughs> by cool media. Yeah. Get, you mm-hmm. get, you, get you a
0: Kindle. Get you get a Kindle. You
1: get, get you a Kindle. Get <laughs> you a Kindle. You deserve it. Get you a Kindle. DuckFeed.tv. Get punch Kindle. Get,
0: get a Kindle punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So once again, that is duckfeed.tv slash tip jar. Look for the name of your country and click.
1: Okay. And then afterwards, after we take care of that, we're heading on to island two with the Volk, yeah. aka the folk, <laughs> aka the people,
0: aka the wolves. Yep. Living the in wolves. the den.
1: The den. Yeah. Um. That word no longer has any teeth. What? what? Like, it just sounds... Den? Bolts? Den? Yeah, it just sounds like a place where, like, dads keep stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'd prefer to go back to the, the the olden days where Den meant a place where people smoked opium.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the old days. Like, in the Shijian days. <laughs>
0: Um, the, the so enigmatic days.
1: Yeah, the enigmatic Wang Days. Um, dance holidays from Enigmatic Wang Chung. Uh, <laughs> enigmatic Wang Days.
2: I'm trying to decide
1: who that's my favorite album by. I can't quite determine. <laughs> um but yeah, I love the uh the approach to this where there's this gigantic gear. huh. Like industry town. Population yeah. factories.
0: Population smog. <laughs> yep, exactly.
1: It does actually. So this area not only you know looks a little bit different, but it changes how you play a little bit because you're, you're more industrial areas, less kind of residential and business places, yeah. means that there are more fenced in areas with factories, more um, kind of indoor shipping container, you know, kind of areas.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, just kind of in general, bigger structures uh, yeah. to worry about. Yeah, and uh, kind of, kind of like bigger set pieces too. Like you know, their areas, like the docks, are kind of just the whole south side of this area.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is really cool. Like I like the docks. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, <laughs> it looks like a Lego
0: hmm. version of the docks because of how colorful the uh, the, the, the containers, cargo containers are. Containers are yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: If, if only we could live in such a world, yeah. um, I'd be a longshoreman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah.
0: guess I never got with the, with the, what they did aside from just swear a lot. Longshoremen? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. I guess they're just dock workers. They just lift stuff? Yeah, I think they just lift and and grunt and get STDs. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, (laughs) the simple life. Yeah. yeah,
1: with Zach and Cody and <laughs> Um you know, That
0: show got really weird after the third season. It started, yeah, it started taking some very ill-advised risks.
1: Yeah. Zach, what do you mean you want to join join the Confederated Shipping Union? And, and
0: Zach, they're going to bring in the Pinkertons. <laughs> Cody,
1: no! Um,
0: I, I love how even our youth reference is outdated. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. No, no, Zach and Cody. I'm pretty sure oh. those like those guys are like uh, overdosing on heroin as we speak. Yeah,
1: like thirty year old. couple of brats. Yeah, I um, know they're
0: they're they're trying to pursue their alt rock career like the guy from Blues be, Clues.
1: Little brats, but now they're big brats. <laughs> um, yeah. So ego ego uh, Bratagov, the uh, the brats man <laughs> who does uh, material transportation. Mm-hmm. Um, he's at a truck depot. Yeah. So uh, he's their car guy. Yeah, take the, them out.
0: He's the wheel man.
1: When the, whenever they're the wheel mens, they're just kind of surrounding themselves with things for them to get killed with. <laughs> like I, you realize I might take these cars and put them on you, right? Yeah. Uh, like, like At a high velocity. <laughs> yeah, super high velocity.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, the gross uh, humic trafficking Whoa. portion of the the Russian stereotype. Yeah. is brought in by Boris.
0: Mm-hmm. So this is how they do the recruiting, I guess. Yeah, Something like, that? like yeah. they're
1: literally are they literally just having babies? Like I didn't really understand what this meant or I, like I, many of the people from the den are actually slaves like they don't
0: they, you know. they, they imply that they imply that there's a certain degree of brainwashing
1: yeah like they're oh, yeah. like and literal there's literal brainwashing in the next area yeah and this one it is like they uh there are a lot of people who are kind of fresh off the boat mm-hmm. who don't know any better it's like coercion kind of manipulated. I guess. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: it's like a it's it, it's like a guitar yeah that's it, not funny electric um, guitar <laughs> yes it's like it's like a les paul yeah um, yeah uh, um, yeah, but, uh, his, uh, but Boris is the guy is, he's, he's at the docks and, uh, um, this is the dock area jumping around. On these the boat. Yeah. These, these are the boats, man. That is a, that is a tough, I, I found it really tough to get up there because the this is where I made
1: the huge, uh, container. Stir <laughs> <set>.
0: <laughs> okay. So
1: I just, I just made it, con- you know, seven or eight containers high mm-hmm. and could jump from the top to get onto the boat.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah. For me, I just kind of had to figure out how to get on top of the crane, after trying and failing to jump onto the boat directly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can just barely not make it. Mm-hmm.
0: But, uh, uh yeah, the, the, this one's the kind of one of the more explicit climbing puzzle versions of that because even once we get on the boat, he's really up on the bridge. Like he's, yeah. uh, he's hanging out in the crow's nest. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Up yeah. there with his yeah. tiny telescope.
1: Yep. Yep. But yeah, you, you get up there and, and, uh, you know, kick him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and then uh, Natalia, uh, Grisinova, who is the, uh, the gigantic, you know, just all all kinds of Russian stereotypes. Yeah, the Russian lady bodybuilder mm-hmm. stereotype. Yeah, and she, uh, her she's different than the Malortas because she's in an apartment <laughs> complex, but a heavily armed, tough apartment complex. Ooh,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just a vagary of my note. I don't know that this one is more heavily heavily armed.
1: It, it seems more more yeah. heavily armed.
0: And, and it's like a you know, it's it's like one of those apartment complexes you can tell was built in the early seventies because it has kind of the motel design to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which makes sense for for an industrial area. Yeah. Like maybe a, initially was a, a set of hotels where, mm-hmm. you know, people were just kind of uh, you know migrant workers yeah. or transplanted workers. Yeah. Um, next is one of the most uh, you know explicitly puzzle bosses, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen that often. But uh, uh, Sergey Sovetnik um, is in this huge like refinery mm-hmm. area with like multiple entrances. There's an underground system of pipes. Yeah, you can get in, but he is in like this tower that has um, that is locked up except for these three little wall-mounted alarm
0: things. Yeah, they're like valves almost, I think.
1: Yeah, which yeah. you have to kick.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you, you kick those off, eventually you can you can get uh, – it opens up the top of this.
2: Yeah.
1: You can well, get in.
0: The way I thought that it worked was you had, to, you had to destroy those or else he wouldn't even make himself available for targeting. Yeah, like, he, that, like that's he exactly what away. it is. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He, he is locked away, but he comes out the top mm. if, uh, if you destroy them. Yeah. And otherwise you can get up there, but nothing's up there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, this threw me for a loop because most of the time it was: is your target or is your uh, icon on the mini map on top of the other guy's icon on the mini map? If no, close distance. If yes, kick. So yeah. this this kind of disrupted that.
1: Yeah, this this is one of the. There's not a lot of that, but this is this also threw me for a loop. It was fine; like it didn't bother me yeah. that I did this. Like if it, if the whole game was this, I would be a little bit annoyed to just yeah. having to sort things down. But I was okay with the um, you know, the occasional.
0: Thing. And it's nice because they do a they do a pretty strong overlay, like they do a circle around it, uh, a big red circle that is about the size of your screen.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. whenever you're looking at it, so yeah. but, uh, it, it does end up not being that huge of a problem. I probably died on this a lot just by virtue of spending more time in the area.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, me too. a
0: lot. I mean, like t- two or three times. Yeah,
1: two or three times. Like it's yeah. this is not hard. Being no, hard. no, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but eventually get it out uh, to him. This next one is actually... um Oh no, the, not this one. The the next one, the the two of them away. Mm-hmm. Olga meet Romanova. <laughs> yeah. Romanova is is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, this well, island might have my favorite bosses.
0: Oh yeah, now that I'm looking well, at well, it. Well, let's talk about Olga. I mean, yeah, there are no particular order. Yeah, yeah she, she's the um, actual. Yeah, Corey. <laughs> Corey. Yeah, and uh, the, there's something about the steroids. I, I, it's it's a little bit unclear what she actually does. Yeah <laughs> but uh, but I I know from trying to kill her that it's explosives like everybody yeah. has rocket launchers.
1: Yeah. And what's kind of interesting about it is there's a system of caves
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know inside the the quarry. Yeah. So um you know you can kind of this is another one where you can kind of cut the chase and do some kind of mountain jumping. Yeah. To just skip the the lead up that's actually to the quarry mm-hmm. and just kind of drop you know drop in to right the, the the entrance to this cave system. Yeah. And, you know, huck a bunch of grenades. This is also where I took some of the trucks and built um, cover behind me mm-hmm. so I could duck in and out of the cave to shoot.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's...
1: to make it so people couldn't shoot me from behind.
0: Yeah. And, um, and they put a couple trucks right there, too. Yep. So, like, you can, you can you know, as long as those stay intact as you're fighting. Um, what's you know, I, I ended up taking the mountain approach to this. If you mm-hmm. go through the front, the the, the front, uh, the front door, because this is laid out like a big bowl almost, and everybody has line of sight to you, it's kind of like walking into a meat grinder.
1: Yeah, it is very very tough. Yeah, um, you know, you're definitely meant to kind of like try to think outside the box
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, in order to get there. Really be disruptive. <laughs> um, really change the marketing yeah. paradigms of yeah. how do we deliver bombs. Solutionary for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, you got yeah, to put it on its head. You know
1: exactly exactly I
0: mean it's basic business school 101
1: I like the way you're talking can I buy you um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. 10 billion. I like to invest in whatever you're talking about 10, you know, um, ten,
0: ten billion it's a it's a blue ocean opportunity sure I would say uh, you know we're, 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 we're hitting it it's a you know it's it's both top down and bottom up both from the enterprise and consumer levels sure what um, what,
1: what about uh, engagement? Because that's very important. Yeah, to and engage.
0: engagement's going to go both through the roof and into the basement. It's going to be deep seated and also high rising. As you know, it's going to get strong roots, strong branches, lots of leaves. It's a, it's going to be a money tree. It's a money tree. Excellent. Please, for some, for the love of God, invest in me.
1: Here's 200 grand. Every, I'm an idiot. Every, You're an idiot. Every, We're both indicative of the worst things about the world. Let's kill ourselves now. Every fucking <laughs> and day, Gary. Scene. <laughs> every,
0: every fucking day.
1: Uh, man.
0: Hmm. Puk, Moving on. Puke,
1: puke, Puk, puke, puke. Um, I like this. I like this, uh, this boss. I actually like all these bosses. Um, yeah. Victor is really cool, too. Mm-hmm. Um, his, his crazy <laughs> island complex.
0: I like that he's called Robotnikov. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's a sonic villain.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You're going here to take down his mean bean machine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They've got beans in their mean, Agent. <laughs> uh. <laughs> beans, beans, the musical fruit. The more you eat, Agent, the <laughs> higher your skills. Yeah. Um, means for beans, Agent. Mm. Um, yeah, so Vladimir Goliaki, who is on a huge oil rig, yeah. which seems dangerous. Yeah, a little bit. For all the blowing up that's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Here. A little uh, bit. I like all these ocean ones. This happens with Victor, with uh, with, with Dr. Robotnik, too, um, mm-hmm. where if you have any trouble, you just jump into the water and nobody can shoot you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're out of range and out of angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for them. But he, he, this is the end boss, which we, we didn't mention.
2: Yeah,
1: um, he, this is he. Uh, he's decided everyone else has this, like plagial state, and he's decided to uh, to spend all of his time on an oil rig, a the minute, most dangerous the, and, and terrible job.
0: When, when you say the end boss, do you mean like the the last one you logically would go after, or this is the end boss of this area?
1: Isn't this the end boss of this area on the oil rig?
0: Oh, uh, of this area, yeah. He's the uh, he's yeah. the, he's the kingpin.
1: Yeah, um, I, I didn't mean the emboss of the game. Okay, I just cool. meant of the Volk, of the island.
0: I, I, was, I was curious because yeah. it would be neat if we were both operating under different assumptions.
1: Oh, no, no. I went to, to Shaijin last. Yeah, yeah. Which, again, sure. like you don't have to do that, but I think that the game just kind of oh,
0: yeah. gently funnels you. In e- that e- e- every game has to end in Chinatown. So.
1: Yeah, exactly. Even though it's not very much like a Chinatown. True. <laughs> it just yeah. has a China name. Yeah. And there's one part of it that's very much like Chinatown. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is, this is a large, complicated map. Yeah. Um, this this whole thing, and this is also where you're gonna run into lots of enemies with um, rocket launchers and missile launchers, mm-hmm. which ragdoll you and don't always do <laughs> tons of damage. But like, I've literally been like juggled in the air, yep, by multiple enemies with rocket launchers. Yeah, like, why am I not dying?
0: This is, this is a big problem that I had with, uh, with, with X-Men Legends, actually. Hmm. And I, I didn't raise it and I kick myself for not saying it. But it was, it was almost doubly a problem here, which is getting ragdolled is like the worst thing. Yeah. Because what that means is like you, you will furiously like, you know, like throw your stick around here for about 30 seconds until you're brought back up. And like you yeah. said, that juggling just kill me. Like, like, like why, why is it that knocking me down, you know, doesn't just kill me? Cause it might as well.
1: Yeah, it's, it's similar, it's like that, uh, that one shitty Colossus and of with Colossus. Yeah. I can just yeah. keep ragdolling you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, don't take control away from the player. Like at least, even if it just made like tap A to undo this, like that would For be sure. fine, you know? Yeah. I would feel like I was I had some kind of agency even if it or just reduce the you know time you ragdolled significantly. Yeah.
0: You know just smash the buttons or go to mashable.com and regain control, right?
1: Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um Disrupt. yeah, I would yeah, I did, I did not like being being ragdolled.
0: No. And and the I mean and this is it's especially painful here because of the uh, because of the narrowness of the walkways.
1: Yeah, you can get right. knocked into the ocean and kind of have to start over a little it,
0: bit. You can get knocked into the ocean and, uh, also onto apparently, uh, World War II era, uh, water mines are yeah. in style. <laughs> yep. Like the, like the, that look like big old sea urchins a little yep. bit.
1: Yeah.
0: So those, uh, they, they, they always killed me instantly. Uh, so.
1: Yeah, the, the mines always, they do always kill you instantly. Yeah, yeah. It's the one explosive that works in the whole game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that was something when uh, not for this mission, but a later mission with those, I, I would snipe those in advance, mm. um, and uh, and shoot those out of the out of the water. Nice. So I wouldn't have to deal with them. Just because I, you know, when you're you're so used to taking huge risk and making big dumb jumps in this game, like, you know, having hitting the water give you a good chance of death, like, just didn't feel right.
0: All right.
1: Um, yeah. The, so,
0: the I mean the, the the way that I got into this, I I swam around the mines um mm. and uh there's a little like side entrance so the actual like pillar or strut that this guy's in uh mm-hmm. that uh, that vladimir is in uh has like a little like hole blown in the side of it and that gets you in you know into it and you have to do a, like a little shitty jumping puzzle um around kind of the inside of this uh, of this tower and i only say shitty because the platforms will go away like, they, yeah. like they, they fall loose as you jump on them um and yeah that 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 very much reduces the amount of rocket hell you're going to go through
1: yeah. I I did not go that way, but it might have been a better better way to do it. Yeah. Um afterwards the uh the workers riot at Government Square
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you go hick them. And then the den becomes Hope Springs. <laughs>
0: so, like, it becomes Whitesburg.
1: Like yeah. all these things white, 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 white. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Gentrifying everything. Mm. Like every literally every factory is now just a Starbucks. Yeah. Or a factory that creates smaller Starbucks <laughs> yeah. for bookstores. Um uh, but we're on to the final island. Yep. Uh, with the shy Gen who mm-hmm. <laughs> named their place the corridor, <laughs> which uh, doesn't seem very intimidating nor descriptive. I
0: mean, it's the, the, the corridor to the future. You know, like a, all, all of time is a hallway. Which door yeah. are you going to take, Gary?
1: I'm going to take a uh, red pill. <laughs> okay. The um, the so and this is uh this is the technologically advanced like this is where the rich people live.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's kind of like one of the things like this. They have these huge like um LCD billboards that just look like gigantic flat screen TVs. Yeah. Like even down to having, you know, like a large base Mm -hmm. on them. Like they're way too thick. Like for that, you're going to run into a lot of those in this area (laughs) and just a lot of neon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: This is uh this is blade runner. It's a Mm blade runner, blade runner Island. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, like this probably has, I would would
1: go to an amusement park that had an attraction called blade runner Island. Oh yeah. (laughs) Like, can you imagine that? Like there's, you know, just like the pirate Island and, and the haunted mansion, and the Blade
0: Runner Island. Oh my gosh! Like, okay, so, 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 <laughs> I know that there's some.
2: <laughs> you do evangelists. nice. Yeah.
0: Um, I've I've heard of, and I've you know kind of been around certain like museum exhibits about the Titanic. And there's mm-hmm. always the trick of like, okay, they the you you pull a name out of a hat, and um, at the end you find out if you lived or died. I think. This might happen at certain Holocaust-related places, but that's a little bit more grim. The Titanic, it's a little bit more acceptable um, that that happens. At Blade Runner Island, you pull out and you're randomly assigned to be a replicant or not. Like, everybody Ooh. gets a little sensor, And uh, it's, you know, like like one person's a Blade Runner and you have uh, you have a couple of replicants. And it's a little metagame to go and try and figure them out.
2: Yeah,
1: you're, de- you're describing like a really cool high-end L.A. style escape the room mm-hmm. real-life puzzle. Yeah. That'd be great. Or like a really amazing dinner mystery.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, like if you dinner murder the, mystery?
1: The, yeah. 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 It's a you good know, just idea. Kind
0: of like, you, you, you get that and uh, like maybe maybe they bump something onto you. You download an app and it gives you the instructions of what to do. And mm-hmm. uh, you just go. Maybe it's worked into some kind of wearable technology. You know, I think mm-hmm. we can really disrupt this vertical. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: 200,000 grand. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, engage, engage, engage.
0: Uh. <laughs> 200,000 grand? So you mean 20 million?
1: Yep. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm not against ideas. All right. Like the, I'm just clarifying for the listener. Okay,
0: like, cool. I like ideas. <laughs> no, no, it was it was me who brought in the wearable because I've actually heard of use cases like that, which seem yeah. kind of neat. Except, you know, buying you know two hundred dollar wristbands for that.
1: Yeah, Google. Be a, be a Google. Yeah,
2: Explorer. Get a Google
1: Glass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Explore. God. Um we well, we we were talking off the air about how the OUYA seems like both the game console and the political stance. Google mm-hmm. Glass is like right there too. So yeah. we're we're not against we're not against ideas, we're against douchebags.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm firmly against douchebags. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Silicon Valley technocracy. Yeah. Um and th- this is kind of the area of the game for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, huh. this
0: this has the most towers per capita, too. Sure. <laughs> 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 like each citizen gets a tower more or less. Yeah, pretty much. Um one tower per capita. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And once you, if you really max out your agility, this becomes like a super fun area. Oh, for sure. You you can get some like amazing sniper pur- purchase. Like you can be so far outside of range and no one can see you and just shoot out tires on, you know, on yeah. um, patrolling gang members' cars.
0: It was so vertical though that I had trouble figuring out what I could jump to, and there were a lot of mm-hmm. instances, especially before I got you know to four or five stars, whatever the max is, um, and mm-hmm. agility where like I can almost kind of jump to it, but I can't mantle up. Yeah. Yeah. Like there are a, there are a lot of those. There's one particular yeah. uh, uh, um, resupply point that does that. That you yeah. really have to be like you, know, you have to be juiced on your on your agility to get up there. And uh, boy, that was a time sink for me because there had to be a way. It's like no, there's not really a way. You just have to boost your stats.
1: Whenever that happens, like I try to stack something, <laughs> like you can't you can't like you can't jump really high when you have a car, mm-hmm. but you can throw you know, a box or something from another rooftop and even just getting onto a stack of pipes or something yeah. will sometimes give you that little edge you need.
2: Yeah.
0: I guess I didn't stack enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. you gotta Stack. I mean, it's not, it's not like a great stacking engine or anything like it's, <laughs> it's persnickety, yeah. but uh, you can, you can get a lot of that because those, those lines of pipes, if you put those perpendicular to the edge of the building, mm-hmm. you can run along them. So yeah. you get enough to get a running jump and you just get that little like two foot boost yeah. that you need to get some of the stuff,
0: which really that's where it gets frustrating when you miss it by two feet. Or, yeah, you know, by yeah. by what feels like a trivial trivial amount, but might as yeah. well be you know infinite distance.
1: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. Um,
1: This is also the weird sci-fi dystopia <laughs> island. But, like, this is where there are people who are like creating genetic monstrosities, <laughs> and there's uh, they're they data gathering, which is the Intelosphere.
0: In yeah, it's uh, it's essentially Helios from Deus Ex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Like or this. that one place in San Francisco where everything is routed through. Yeah. yeah. How crazy <laughs> is it that in the course of the time since we did the Deus Ex episode, there just is that now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a uh, predictor of the future. Mm. Deus Ex.
0: Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So there's also like brainwashing. And they have a guy. They've got one guy who is an expert in subliminal branding. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, this is the Silicon Valley of, uh, of Crackdown. Is, is that um, a good
0: show? Have you seen that show?
1: Uh, I have. I've seen a couple episodes of it. It's very good. Okay. It's cool. very funny. Yeah. Mike Judge. So. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a good man.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Good cast. Very funny. Cool. I haven't watched all of it yet.
2: Yeah.
0: Um.
1: Yeah. So there's, yeah. there's this is kind of like different, you know, different
0: people. It's probably yeah. the most diverse, um, cast of characters you're going to go and summarily execute. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> everybody dies. Yeah. Um. They're 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 not all Russians or they're not all, uh, um, Latino. Um. Mm-hmm. As is the case with the other ones. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, there's like Colonel Axton Co- Cowell, Cowell, yeah, mm-hmm. Cowell, Conwell, what? No, Conwell is my guidance counselor. Cowell, there we go. Uh, mm-hmm. Who's their, uh, their strategist, uh, who his trick is he has an elevator. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's the kind of technology they have on Third Island. Yeah. Um.
1: There's the Antelosphere that we talked about, which is a pretty complicated facility, mm-hmm. like finding the, uh, finding her in that was a little bit tricky. Yeah. For me. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. She's in a gigantic geodesic
0: sphere. Yeah. It's it's pretty funny. It looks like Epcot Center, um, yeah. With uh, just couch in a bunch of uh, concentric circles.
1: Yep, with brainwashing. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a uh, Mrs. Timble,
0: the, <laughs> yeah, the old evil HR lady. I liked this one. They call her the devil incarnate.
1: <laughs> I imagine that name is so bland that this was like somebody who the writer worked for at some point. Like maybe oh, their, yeah. their HR person was was Mrs. Timble. Yeah some old lady? and they, You put her into the game,
0: and and I, and I like that because this falls into the banality of evil kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, the Shijen would have an HR department. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. Like, like, they're, they're the most
1: corporate of these gangs yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah, everybody else just has you know prostitution and uh, and human trafficking. This one is it's a corporate structure. They're like
2: McDonald's, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep,
1: yep. yeah,
0: yeah, um,
1: yeah, and and like much like McDonald's, in order to make ends meet, the <laughs> yeah. shy Gen generals have to also work for the Volk. Yeah, um, they've released a, a chart. Let's know how to make, uh, yeah. how to live on their wages. Oh, um, God. Here, here's one of the weirder things in this, though, is, uh, Dr. Balthazar, uh, Serzenko, mm-hmm. who creates the freaks. The freaks. Uh, <laughs> which is the only term they use for them. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, just like Resident Evil style, like, loudish monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can ragdoll you as well. They, their, their trick is they have melee attacks, too. Yeah. And they've discovered the power of the kick. <laughs> oh, and
0: no. And kick you. <laughs> they got agency intel. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> the peacekeepers told them how to kick. Yeah,
1: it's just you don't one, have to use them for walking, agents.
0: <laughs> it's it just one microfiche. It's a it's a, it's a whiteboard that just has kick underlined three times and circled four times
1: while playing the NXS album, kick,
0: like in, <laughs> in a mini loop. Yeah, that's a mashup of NXS's kick and also Foster the People's Pumped Up Kicks. Yeah, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. huh? Both of those are mm-hmm. bands with basslines. Hmm, that that's true. Wow. Okay. So there we go. I like how uh, Shizenko is a uh, just a straight up Mangala figure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's uh, a
1: real piece of shit. I I had a great um, moment um, where I killed him by throwing one of the freaks at him. Because <laughs> you can throw people, but not when they're alive. You can throw people when they're corpses. Okay. Um, so I threw one of them at him, which is great, and that did the killing blow. Yeah. So I was very happy with that. I,
0: I like that little that, that little uh, uh, bit of accidental poetry. Uh, throw people when they're corpses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Uh,
0: his, his uh, I had trouble getting to him, actually, because uh, I think he might have one of the biggest or most complicated uh, areas that I that, that, that I had trouble with. Anyway, I found it to be yeah. most complicated uh, just because I, I ended up being on the rooftop. And mm-hmm. uh, it's you know, it's it's a perennial problem with these kind of mini maps where it doesn't do a very good job of indicating height disparity. Yeah, Yeah. So I was I was walking around above him trying to figure out what was up.
2: So cool.
0: mm-hmm. uh, there was also Thaddeus Oakley. He's the uh, he's the guy who's the subliminal branding, and he uh, sounds like it too. <laughs> Thaddeus, like, no, Thaddeus Oakley, <laughs> yeah, Thaddeus Howell the um, hmm. Third. Yeah, and he's in the expo center, which I like that because uh, I was able to get in there. You sneak in uh, uh, underwater uh, through a little tunnel, and then they just have a bunch of show cars on mm-hmm. um, on like rotating pedestals that you can pick up and toss at people.
1: Yep, or to make your getaway. If you want to, after you kill him, oh, yeah. you know, it's like jump in the car and speed off into the sunset.
0: Later boners. Later yeah. boners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Vitaly Rzesnik. Yep. Um, I don't remember anything about Vitaly rozesnik <laughs> It's an office building. Like, yeah, like all that I remember about him is he's goth, um, okay. which he, uh, his, his little portrait looked the most like my, uh, my guy that I picked, who was the gothy dude. Mm. Yeah. Had kind of the, kind of the swoop on the hair. And, uh, and the eyeliner. Um, yeah. What? Uh, which
1: one did you go with? I, I picked the the cover, like the big black dude. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I, for a second, I was just about to make, it like, a, a real diversity in games um, kind of triumph for choosing a black guy. As my disposable yeah. brainwashed clone thing killing other minorities.
0: As, as li- literally a superhuman re- – uh, okay, it's a superhuman disposable resource that can jump real high. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Think about that for a second.
1: <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, uh, the final – getting into this, uh, getting into Fight Wang, is pretty tricky. Yeah. Like um, there is uh, – you're, you're coming from like a, ta- a neighboring building. Um, you have to make this very difficult jump um, to get onto this this room with like these kind of interior vents. Yeah. And then there's a kind of a hidden alcove in the wall that you can jump to
2: mm-hmm.
1: to actually get into the the building with Wang. Yeah. Because uh, his whole thing is he's super paranoid. So mm-hmm. if he finds out you're coming, I think you might be able to sneak in and go in through the bottom floor. You can. But he, okay. Yeah, which yeah, is what he I can did. Can lock everything up.
0: Yeah. And yeah. So so you just have to you just have to make your approach really really fucking quick. I mm-hmm. think having high agility works works well too. I tried to do what you did, um mm-hmm. taking the uh taking the tower. There's one tower like the tower to the north doesn't offer any ingress. However, the tower that's on the other on the other side is harder harder to get up to, but you actually can cover the distance between them. Yeah. Um when you go into the into the basement, uh, not the basement but like you know, the the ground floor ground floor kind of place, you just get in at the last second before they close mm-hmm. the doors and um it turns into the matrix uh lobby assault kind of scene. Okay. Yeah. And this is just because this is a marathon mission. I ended up doing a lot more shooting. Yeah, in this one that I then, that I did in uh, in other cases. Yeah, it's and hard so, to
1: make a beeline. Like even if you yeah. take the way that I took, you still have a significant amount of dungeon to get through for sure before
0: you get to Wang. Yeah, and uh, like the the, the 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 gates are the bottlenecks between the different areas because this is like a like a four segment mission. Yeah, um, they're, 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 they require just enough tricky jumping uh, to make it that if you train a bunch of uh, uh, enemy operatives behind you they will just you know pile up and kill you yeah they're trying to do this thing so
1: yeah oh. there's there's even like interior jumping is really tricky like that huge room with all the bells
0: yeah yeah, the uh, the, the, right. the light fixture kind of things. So. yeah
1: yeah yeah um eventually like you get up into an area that has you know kind of a traditional uh asian you know paper walls yeah. and such and eventually get out onto the roof where he's got this little pagoda
2: and the top um, garden yeah yeah,
1: Yep. which is really cool. Like he's just up there. I couldn't actually get up onto there with him. Oh, yeah. I ended up killing with grenades. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know why. Like I, maybe I just kept getting knocked out of the air.
0: Mm-hmm. And I tried to do it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I got up there and I kicked him apart. Um. And then uh, just in, you know, instead of getting away, what I did was I jumped up onto the very tippy top of the roof. And of course, mm-hmm. there's a orb up there. Right. Yeah. Like it's the tallest tower in the game. You uh, You hop up there. And then I was like, you know what? <laughs> there's <laughs> Fun- one way to die. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to take it's, it. It's by jumping off of the uh, the tallest building, like, because that's something you do in games, right? You ask yeah. yourself, can I get up there? And then you get up there, and you're like, okay, cool. And then you die. So I just jumped it's, off. And it's I, like that um, that Yuli Lala guy. Blue? You know what I'm talking about? No. Um, there's like a, a
1: Let's Player guy who has some kind of flavor of autism, um, like named like Yuli Lila. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing right. Uh, Low. It's 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 something like that. Um, but he has... He has this weird obsession with getting to the the highest point in a game, mm-hmm. and he does all these like really comprehensive guides to like if you're playing you know Bubsy Two, yeah.
2: <laughs> how to get as
1: high as you possibly can in that game. And he does all these breaking, and he's making a video game called like Platform Masters, which like the idea is you can get really really high in the game. Uh-huh. Um, that's it, like that's all there is to that guy. <laughs> he's a real weirdo. Um, and Nick is Nick is friends with him on Facebook now, so he gets hmm. to see his personal statuses, and yeah. apparently they're very funny.
0: I, I admire so. that kind of focus. Yeah, surgical insanity yeah so no that, that's something i do uh i do, do that in mmos actually get mm. on top of shit
2: yeah yeah
0: i mean it's fun to be up on top of stuff yeah it's like I, track five on red actually peppers californication get on top <laughs> <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> do without what you will yeah but you uh you kick this fool or or blow him up
2: yeah
1: um you have one last little gathering this is the emboss of the game the way, like this, is the reason why this is such an intense mission is because this uh, this building is really the end boss. Yeah, of the game. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I would say the 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 setting as a character as much as any of the any yeah. of the people.
1: I would I would agree with that.
2: Yeah. Okay. Cool.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: So the um after you uh you kill all of the remaining gang members, um the corridor is now Unity Park. Yeah. And you get your your big twist ending, <laughs> twist. which is that the the uh, announcer is evil,
2: uh-huh.
1: and they had to, you know he he brought in all these gangs and funded them all. So to make people kind of bottom out mm-hmm. and accept his uh, unconditional control.
2: Yeah.
0: kind of, it's like a Batman villain kind of thing, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Uh, and at, uh, direct quote, they had to experience absolute anarchy before they could accept unconditional control. Yeah. Uh which uh you know, he says, Who do you think gave La, la Muerte the guns? Who do you think provided blah? blah I know blah, who gave him the guns. It was you. the guy I killed. <laughs> like yeah. like your rhetorical your rhetorical questions are shitty, dog. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Like, the music, yeah. like, like puts you out. And, like, the delight you took at their slaughter? Like, they're human beings. Like, these people have yeah. kids. Yeah. <laughs> Presumably so.
2: Yeah. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. It, it just kind of sets up this big twist, and then there's nothing. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. And then that's, that's the end. Yeah. Um. Which I guess is what the – is that what the sequel's about, is you fighting against the agency?
0: I think so, a little bit. Although, uh, really, what you're fighting against is a terrorist group called Cell. Okay. Which I think uh, leverages alone from
1: like the later Resident Evil games.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. or or from Dragon Ball Z. You're fighting for cell for oh, per, yeah. for perfect cell. You're trying to make a perfect cell. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's uh yeah. You're, you're you're fighting as a terrorist group that is using the uh, the freaks as a as a weapon. So the freaks are the uh, the big zombie kind of creatures that are roaming the streets, and that makes it more explicitly like your RoboCop's two and whatnot. Mm. Yeah,
1: because the freaks were so you know such a fun part of.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so let's make a whole game about that.
1: Yeah, I don't want to fight things I can kick.
0: Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I have a monopoly on kick. It's a kick yeah. monopoly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. That's crackdown. Yeah, it was fun. It was a nice. Uh, I mean, just like we had, we had this. Uh, you know, we, we, we've been doing things in pairs recently. Yeah, which is which is kind of goofy in and in a pretty cool kind of way. But uh, you know, just in terms of little turn your brain off kind of games, I like it more than uh, the, the next Men Legends. It um, it
1: probably is. It is it is a better game. Yeah, I like it more than X Men Legends
0: as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm-hmm. and and I think if I engaged with X Men Legends on a way of like oh, really customizing your character, uh, I, I just didn't have that in me when I was playing it. Uh, but this, yeah. you know, just kind of the notion of organically, organically developing your character to get better at the things that you naturally want to do. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a huge gap like, yeah. like the, it's it's almost like a revelation, right? And it, it just it just does
1: it really, really well. Yeah, like it is a, a masterclass in that idea that has been people have been trying to do for a very long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and I think that I mean I really think that there is not, uh, you know, enough good that can be said about you know how this game the like simplicity and elegance of like just cutting out all the trash that come kind of comes with. You know, modern, like, I mean, say what you will, like, there are ones that I really like, like, I'm not just bagging on modern open world games, but like, there is no question that one of the, like, a selling point or a marketing thing for modern open world games is like, look how much stuff you can do. Mm -hmm. You know, like, look how much detail there is in the world. Like, look, you can, you can pause and, and do this menial task or this menial task or this menial task. And like, I like the idea of a game that makes the play really good and strips all of that away. You know? Like, there's room for this kind of thing
2: mm-hmm. like
1: a lot of a lot of room for it especially since it's more or less you know it's fairly unique like the closest thing this reminded me to was um did you ever play uh hulk ultimate destruction
0: yeah that's a great game
1: yeah it plays a lot like hulk, hulk ultimate destruction which mm-hmm. is a wonderful 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 game yeah and that's similar to that too where it's like you have these loose set of objectives you have a big playground to be in but it's not cluttering things up with like plot twist and cutscenes and dialogue and, yeah. you know, it is literally just a, a game, mm-hmm. you know, in a real pure sense. Yeah.
0: It does something I really like, which is, you know, letting you make your own fun. You know, I'm not, I'm not as turned off by the, by, by, you know, by the clutter in some, in mm-hmm. some of these games. Cause I just, for, for some reason, my filter works really well on that. I can just, I can just put on a blinder to the really boring stuff. Uh, but like, you know, just in terms of a game that just kind of like sets you loose and says like, Hey, you know, your imagination is going to be your best friend in this. And mm-hmm. yeah, you can, you, you, you can try and get on top. Right. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Which, yeah, I, uh, I really like. Like just, this is, this is, you know, maybe my favorite like open world game. Like I just had all, so much fun while playing it. You know like it just felt like dumb and and cool and just like I was looking forward to playing it like when I when I got home and mm-hmm. yeah super yeah. super good
0: and you know it mercifully short like 15 hours yeah you know yeah it,
1: it is it is like perfectly length mm-hmm. like there is no, there's nothing like there's almost nothing I would want to cut from this and I think that when you take a game and make it that bare bones like it's yeah. very hard to like you know they uh like that, that's one of those, like, I'm not saying this is a perfect game, but like one of the pillars of perfection is like everything in it, if you took anything away from it, it would, it would ruin it. Yeah. And I'm not saying like if you cut one general from this, it wouldn't ruin it, but nothing felt like, okay, this is too much.
2: Yeah. It does you
1: know, so this,
0: little that like it, it has no choice but to do it kind of okay. Yeah, yeah. Totally.
1: Like, uh, yeah. Even though, and I guess like if I was more of the, the kind of person who, you know, went in for the, the money versus time argument, like I could see thinking like, oh, well, you know, this, this would have been such a fucking killer, like, downloadable, you know, $20 game. Oh, no question. It's so perfect at that, that yeah. level. Like, I could see if somebody's like, oh, I spent 50 bucks on this, it's really short, and yeah. there's not that much to it. But, it's like, I imagine co-op adds a lot to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I didn't get any experience with that, and I love, love playing co-op, which is weird, like, I need to find a way to make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> I would go through this game, game again, co-op.
0: I'll be fucked if I'm paying for Xbox Live, though.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's the thing, yeah. They, they, I just wish there was a PC port. Yeah, event. that would make it perfect. Like PC port with Steam, you know, interaction. And
0: that's that's the, the, I mean, just if I can, if I can just vent a little bit here, it's fucking crazy that like Microsoft will publish stuff, even though they own PC, well, no, Steam owns PC, but just the idea that, no, this is going to be, this is Microsoft, but it's going to be, you know, exclusive to our fucking console. Yeah. You know, like it just, it, the, the, the fact that it's only politics keeping it, from, keeping it from happening is really galling.
1: It's uh, it's. Like, console exclusives are bad. Like, I can see it from a business perspective. Like, I think it is very bad from a, from a games as art kind of perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it does anything for that. Like, we talked about this a little bit. And it does, it's like, it's, it's cool when, like, you know, you brought up the point of, like, okay, you can make a game for the hardware because you know that hardware very well. Mm-hmm. But having, like, another team, like, work on porting something, you know, or taking something like that is, like, porting things from Xbox to PC is easy. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, that happens very easily. Like a lot of, like, I'm not gonna say it's easy. Like I can just do it. I'm sure it's very hard. It requires multiple, you know, tons of education. I don't have, however, in the past, things have come over very well. Yeah. Made that translation translation very
0: well. Yeah. Um, because, because it relies on direct acts. I mean, yeah, to be, to be honest, because of that. And I have a little bit more hope that like after the, after the, first two years of the console cycle kind of dies down and politics stops being such a really, you know, strong force. Like, we're in a great position because I think everything right now, I can't speak directly to the Wii U because I don't know it off the top of my head, but, like, everything right now is on an x86 processor. Which means that you don't have to do a bunch of, like, really shitty, like, porting from Cell or porting from PowerPC to get it onto what everything on PC operates on. Like, everything is just kind of as close to off the shelf parts, as it is going to be or has ever been since the original Xbox. Right,
1: right, right, right. And if they, yeah, and if they end up, uh, you know, enough of this kind of like marketing nonsense. And give me name. And the thing with this game, like what I would love, is exclusive or no? It's been seven years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, do like a special edition on on PC. Yeah, and release it for like twenty bucks, like in honor of the the re- you know the, the yeah. sequel.
0: Yeah, you know, just uh, give it out as a pre order bonus. Right? Yeah, I would sell like fucking hotcakes, like because yeah, people love it. Like keep the keep the co op functionality in. Do whatever you need to do to make that like peer to peer servers or whatever. And mm-hmm. Just do it.
1: Yeah, I would. It would. It would make money, and it yeah. would be great. Yeah, more people would play your game,
0: <laughs> which is what you want. Well, money yeah. is what you want, but that like translates. it seems like
1: that's what you should what you should want. It's a weird thing where like it's it's one of those uh, aspects of games and that uncomfortable gulf between games as art and games as commodity. Yeah. Where like when it comes to art, like any musician, like you ask any musician what they want and it's they want more people to listen to their music. Mm-hmm. But that can't strictly be true of games. You know, like there are just there are more. I feel like that relationship with commerce is just a little bit more directly tied.
0: Yeah, it's, you know? a, because it's, it's, it's stronger.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit stronger. And they have that weird kind of like they exist in this golf, like where they're mm-hmm. almost art and they're almost just products. Yeah. So there's a, there's still some of this nonsense that you don't run into with with other, other media. Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, and just in general, people treat games like products all the way yeah. from development up through, you know, like reviews when it's reviewed. Like up, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Up until, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why there are and, scored reviews
0: and even people themselves, you know, yeah. like when, when they play them, they treat them like, Oh, I'm, I'm investing in a product. Right. right. And not, you know, an experience, which we can be snobs in an ivory tower, uh, uh, tower all day and until people, you have the wrong attitude or whatever, but that's not going to be a way to affect real change. Um, I, don't, I, I think don't, it's I don't.
1: probably beyond our power to affect real change as, yeah. as far as how people think of games. Like I'm yeah. happy to be in that ivory tower. Yeah. Like that. That is an incorrect attitude
0: we, we, towards we, games. We we can call it stupid. Yeah.
1: yeah. It is. It is and it, it is stupid. Yeah. So don't do that. Yeah. Just uh yeah appreciate these things as they are. Yeah. Which it's is what, what we try to do.
0: Experiences. The more the yeah. more I think about the you know the, the the why of this network or whatever the like why are we doing what we're doing it's because we value the experiences and we yeah. hope that you do too. So.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, what are we doing next?
0: Well, um, speaking of experiences, we got a hell of a one for you. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. We, we are doing... So keep in mind
1: that very recently on Abject Suffering, we released Cho Yes.
2: Yes.
1: Um, we are doing the most homoerotic game I have ever played. <laughs> like, there, there's a long line of uh, games that we've done where it just like... Or like when we talked about Berserk. Mm-hmm. Like, just Fuck. <laughs> just kidding. like it would solve so many problems. Everything's just do gonna be it, so much guys. better.
2: Come
0: on. Yeah,
1: just bang, 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 <laughs> bang, bang, and it will, it will just solve all the problems of this game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that game is Gabriel Knight Two. Yeah. The Beast Within.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that. How, <laughs> yeah. how even the title is just a little bit gay. Yeah, it is. It is. It is amazing. It is. Yeah. It is a game to teach you that. Everyone in German, if they're old, they're impossibly kind. if they're young, they're gay or evil <laughs> <laughs> and like that is that's Germany to to give you know, all night too and and and, 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 it, and it, will... it sounds like i'm I'm bagging on it. I love this game is hilarious yeah like but it is also like i it is a good adventure game. it has what I think I've determined is my favorite adventure game puzzle hmm. in it, um which happens in the first chapter. I'm looking forward to you running into it yeah, cool,
2: okay. It's great. Yeah.
0: No, we, like we thought that uh that that, that what's his name? Uh Pennywise.
2: Uh, uh, oh, Tim Curry.
0: Yeah, we thought Tim Curry's accent wandered. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. God. This new guy. Yeah. Oh boy. He goes nope. back and forth between sounding like Michael P. Keaton and a caricature of a Cajun chef. It's yeah, he, pretty good. It is inconsistent. Just wait until you meet Grace.
2: Yeah, in, Grace. in this game,
0: yeah, she's
1: she's a real character. <laughs> um, it's hilarious. We're going to be joined by um, Will Owens mm-hmm. of uh, Backlog Killer. Yeah, and our buddy, and who uh, he suggested that this is the the last of our Kickstarter mm-hmm. um, games, and it's going to be he has this game more or less memorized, and it's going to be a real good <laughs> fun time. Yeah. <laughs> there's eminently quotable dialogue in this mm-hmm.
0: game yeah i've got my notebook handy oh man. yeah <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah after that we're gonna be doing a uh, cave story yeah yeah which is uh which i'm looking forward to that is uh it's a uh, you know uh, you know cave story right it's, it's one yeah. of the biggest indie success uh stories uh that's been out there made by one dude um mm-hmm. and then ported everything and back <laughs> um and uh yeah it is kind of a uh like a little bit of a take on old action platformers mm-hmm. it is what are you
1: going to play it on
0: now I'm going to play it on a PC. I've got the uh, I've got the Cave Story Plus. Uh, so I've just you know I picked it up on a humble bundle. Yeah, hmm. I think that that makes sense to me because I'd like to play it in the in the pixely graphics. I know there is a 3DS version of it, but I want to do that. I want pixels.
1: There's a 3DS version, and then there's also a port of the uh, the original version on 3DS, hmm. which is how I first played it. Okay. I'm probably going to play the uh, the PC Plus version as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let, let's uh, let's let's say that let's treat that as canon.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good. idea. Cool. That's a short, breezy game in anticipation of what we're doing in August.
1: Yeah. Which is... Gary forgot. Sweek it in two. Oh, yeah. I, for just for, I knew we were doing that. I just forgot the order. <laughs> um, yeah, Sweek so it in two, the winner of our RPG poll. Mm-hmm. Excited yeah. about that. Um, breezy and pixelated and also just a different flavor of RPG yeah. than we've done. Like um, you know, it can't all be Final Fantasies. No, like I mean, it could.
0: <laughs> yeah, but
1: <laughs> but like the uh, it is nice to kind of explore what these other companies bring to that genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's nice because each of our uh, each of our summer RPGs has been of a different flavor. Mm-hmm. You know, Earthbound and FF7 than this. So yeah,
1: um yeah, and we have more kind of polls in the. I think we're going to do in the autumn. We're going to do an adventure game poll.
0: Yeah. So after uh, it's
1: been enough time since Gabriel Knight 2.
0: Yeah, and I, I got to tell you, I am I am just excited about. Yeah, about about the any one of the ones that are on the adventure game poll. So
1: I, I would have been into any of these RPGs too. That's the trick to doing these polls: is exactly. we just pick things that we like. <laughs> no like right. I would I would do more of these things as long as you just pick things that we like because it yeah. adds this element of surprise. Like yeah, it's fun.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let us know what you think of those polls. Yeah, yeah, if you if you like if you like the polls, let us know. Um how can people uh get in touch with us, Cole?
0: Well, they can get in touch with us with thoughts on Gabriel Knight Two or whatever by going to duckby.tv slash contact or uh we have a very active Facebook group which is facebook.com slash watch out for fireballs.
1: Mm-hmm. Um you can also find us on Twitter. I am at uh, Gary G A R Y B U H. I'm also at WAF Podcast, but I don't check that as often. So if you have tweeted to that and I it took me a couple days to get back to you, I apologize.
0: Yeah. And I am at Cole Ross, K-O-L-E-R-O-S-S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can, as we mentioned before, you can support us
1: on Patreon if you'd like. It's patreon.com forward slash TV. We mm-hmm. won't harp on that too much, but it yeah. is a good place to hang out.
0: Yeah. If you're listening to this on the day that this comes out, which is Thursday, the uh, the 26th, you can you still have time to become a $5 plus backer and uh, put in a question and watch the live stream, which is happening mm-hmm. on the 27th.
1: We'll be joined by Nick Glauber yeah. of uh, Check it Out Comrade. So good, fun time will be had there. Um, you can also rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, which is a huge help. We don't always talk about it, but uh, that does help yeah. more people learn about us. It's been a minute so. since we've got one. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. So I think that's just about it. Um, this has been kind of a light and breezy episode, and we can do a light and breezy admin.
1: Yeah, yeah. it works for me. Cool. Um, we will see you next time. And until then, uh, what should they watch out for?
0: Uh, private security forces, because that's just generally gross. You're never signing up for something good.
1: I agree. Paramilitary. Yeah.
0: Gross. This world is broken.
1: Yeah. Well, there's only one way to fix it. Orbs. Artisanal water delivered to your home. Artisanal
0: orb water. Yeah. Orbs. Orbits. (laughs) Can you imagine throwing up orbits? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I guess you can. It'd It'd be pretty gross.
1: Throwing up orbits would be like, so if you chug like a gallon of orbits... Or if you just chug a gallon of soda and then, like, eat a bunch of peanuts. I bet you it's the same kind of throw up. Yeah,
0: I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (sighs) Good night, folks.